Yo, 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 what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, SSJ Blackrod, and we are here with another episode of Should I Play That? We're live on Twitch again. Here we go, another week, um, another episode, but here's the difference. Here's the difference right now. We're an affiliate now. We're a Twitch affiliate. Oh, we are a Twitch oh. affiliate. And, and here's the next thing. Um, we have the return of two greats. Two really great people. We have the return of, should I play that very own Rod? What's going on, Rod? How you doing? So good. I have so many updates. It's great. And I am back refreshed and ready to kick this thing off. Okay. And then we also had the long-awaited return of Game Master Herb. How you doing, my man? Hey, how's it going, everybody? Welcome, welcome. I'm good. Thank you for asking. <laughs> Herb, how's it going, man? Very, very good here. I um, I'm I'm quarantined up. I'm feeling pretty awesome. Uh, gaming is a thing, whether there's quarantine or not. But now's a great time mm -hmm. for it, you know. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So, oh man, uh -oh, this thing is it's wigging out on me. But um. Let's talk about the, the the quarantine real quick because we're 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 all from Georgia. We're all here, and it seems like every day it's getting like worse and worse. Is that just me? That's sort of like feeling that. No, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> it's 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 gonna get a lot a lot worse. I mean, not to like fear yeah. monger for sure, but I mean, you know, it, it's it, the best thing that we could do is continue to social distance. And hopefully we can, you know, uh, flatten that curve, you know? Yeah. Um, I feel like there's a lot of, like, misinformation. There's a lot of people that are, they're, they're not really taking things seriously. Like, they're like, oh, this is just another flu. Oh, this is just, yeah. you know. Oh, no. Here's the one that's been getting me for the last, like, day or two. People are saying, hey, it is um, it's just like a regular flu. Let's all get in the room, catch it. So that we could become immune. Some people may die. Some people may die. But we'll all become immune. There's the amount of people that actually believe that or and like are out saying that is wild. Well, just remember, only like a hundred years ago, they were still doing surgery with their bare hands. Mm. Just saying. Yeah, noodle on that one. Yeah. It wasn't that long ago. <laughs> it wasn't that long ago. I I don't remember the date. We should look this up. It wasn't that long ago that, that they had to convince people to start washing their hands because they wouldn't believe that that was how everything was getting passed. Hmm. That's a good uh, point. I actually didn't know that. Yeah, no, it hasn't It hasn't been... I think that's been within 300 years, but that's being hopeful. <laughs> <laughs> for real, for real. We've come so far. So I think this is the first thing like this that we've had to deal like with in, in our era. Um, yes, absolutely. On this level. You know what I'm saying? Because there was SARS and there was other stuff, but like this is the first one that's like, "Hey, you really should stay indoors, y'all." <laughs> right, right, yeah, yeah. Don't mess around with this thing. Um, and, and maybe some of, and maybe that's what it is. And the unfortunate reality of that is, I think people don't understand how how serious it is until you know it it would hit them. Um, and and that's obviously. Um, 
But, I mean, San Francisco was on a 24-hour lockdown uh, yesterday as we were recording this, and people were still out and about just living their life, doing whatever, like walking around and just it was all good. So, um, yeah, hopefully people take it a little more seriously. But, you know, we'll, we'll make it. We'll make it through this. I yeah. went out for a walk um, in an area where there's really not a lot of people. And, um, like, at, it's like, you know, there's like, a whole neighborhood back behind and um like there were some people out but in general it it, it should be gridlock traffic there you know and in, right it was, it's just pretty bare and then the stores right across the street so i go there often and it's been like just like like it's getting replenished but it's very bare it's kind of it's kind of weird it reminds me of uh, i used to live in miami it reminds me of getting ready for hurricane to come right yeah that's a good point yeah a lot of everyone buying toilet paper for some reason that it's it's not the same um it is super eerie to see that like you know i've not gone out a lot since i've i've come back stateside but um the once once or twice i've, I've actually gone out um it's crazy i've lived in a pretty high traffic area um in atlanta and to just see it almost entirely bare is very crazy yeah, um, I, I mean, I feel like most of us have more than what we need. So now comes the time to see whether uh, we, whether people will stay in a panic or whether we will get uh, creative and resourceful. Because right. now's the time. Now's the time to do it. Now's the time to make um, that two thousand dollar laptop, laptop, you know, put to work. And uh, now's the time to use Twitch and YouTube and right. things to, you know spread vibes and spread information and mm -hmm. um i think yeah. you know i'm happy to be here i'm glad you guys are part of that oh thank you and and you know what's the best thing about being a gamer in this time we always have no, stuff what? to do the, the the whole social uh distancing the whole uh you know just staying at home and like doing you know whatever you want but at home We've become the masters of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're already we're already set for the whole isolation, like days on end on the couch kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> so with that, guys, we're gonna go ahead and start with our favorite segment. What you've been playing? So, guys. Oh wait, dang, the video didn't go up. So, <laughs> once again, there's gonna be a lot of like technical difficulties this episode. <laughs> But um yeah, what you been playing guys? Rod, you're back. I'm back. Are are you caught up on your video games? I am kind well, no, I'll never be caught up on my video games. Uh but <laughs> I I'm doing the best I can. Um are are we getting into it? Are we getting into it right yeah, now? Let's jump into it. Okay. Well, um I finished Yakuza 5. I finished it. I actually completed another Yakuza game. I know, big shocker to everyone who's been listening. Um, but I'm almost done, guys. Like, it's the journey is almost complete. I have one more Yakuza game. Uh, that is six. I It's already in the mail. It's ordered. Um, and I've just not started it yet. I'm taking, like, a minor break for a minute because Yakuza 5 is a big game like it yeah. is there's a ton of content in all of those but yes 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 yeah no you're absolutely right so there is a ton of content in all the five might be the i think it is the biggest one um my counter was at about 90 hours but it, it's probably it's not like i left it idle for some legit. i would probably say 60 to 70 were probably legit uh, 
lot, for, especially for me. It takes me a long time to get through a game like that, and I usually kind of like uh, anything's over thirty hours. Um, doing double that is definitely means something. This game is doing something. I've talked about it a lot, a couple of weeks, so I won't get into aspects, but. I You're driving, pop idol. You're ball at a certain point. It's crazy <laughs> what you're doing. Like this is a Japanese game to a T. Uh, it's crazy. got all the yakuza love, the drama, beat, com. Uh, great, and I loved it. Ever played a Yakuza game before? You could actually start with this one. It, really, any of them. You could start with any of them. It's a pretty self-contained story. It is nice to kind of go through the series and kind of follow the characters as they can kind of experience their the uh, adventures. But honestly, it's a it's a good place to to kind of jump in again because it's there's so much. There are five different cities with all five protagonists. Um I will say that the thing the narrative kind of gets a little jumbled at, at the end. They they sort of drop the ball a little bit because tying all of these storylines, these disparate storylines together into one cohesive unit at the end is a, a tall order. And I don't think a Game of Thrones couldn't even do it hundred percent successfully. So um you know it there's precedent for, for that. But I think overall, it does a good job. It manages to be somewhat touching at the end, and I really appreciated that. The fact that it even pulls it off most of the way is, I think, a giant accomplishment within itself. Um, absolutely play this thing on PlayStation 4. Um, the P PlayStation 3 version apparently has like a lot of uh, kind of technical issues. That game was really pushing that system. Uh, this one is, again, like the other remasters, up-res to 1080p. The game looks Really, really, really good. At certain points, you might even mistake it for a, a, place, a natively PlayStation 4 game, which is also a high compliment. Um, so, yeah, I'm I'm super looking forward to 6, and, man, I might shed a tear or two by the time I get to the end uh, because I, I don't want Kiryu's journey to be over, but uh, it'll be over soon. So, Chris, I hope that you jump into Yakuza 6 or 5 soon, um, right? That's your next game on the list, right? I don't know about next one, but uh, <laughs> at some point, yes, at some point, um, I'll I'll jump back into it. Oh, I think I'm on the first one still, so I still got mm. I, I got I got a little a little ways to catch up to you, but yeah, you got some ways. Yeah, at at some point in time, especially if we're quarantined for like six to eight months, <laughs> I'm pretty sure at some point I'll be able to like I'll, I'll stream it. How about that? You guys want to see that? that yeah, <laughs> sure. I'm going to answer for the audience. Yeah, I yeah. definitely want to see that. Okay. Um, and also, I wanted to briefly mention, now this is a little bit off of topic from what we usually discuss during this segment, but, you know, some of you guys might be wondering, oh, man, Rod, where'd you go for two weeks? You just weren't here. Um, yeah, yeah. I went and took a vacation. I needed one. Um, and I decided to go overseas, funny enough. Um and I went to Amsterdam and Paris and London. And you might be thinking, wow, well, why'd you do that, Rod? 
can't you see there's a global pandemic happening? Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, when I first scheduled that trip in October, that wasn't the case. And when I left, it was funny because Italy was going through it. it China, I think, was getting close to the verge of a shutdown, uh, but I don't think they had gotten there yet. Uh, Italy was was starting to get bad, but it still felt like a distant thing. And people in the United States were not worried really about this. Um, so when I left, yeah. So when I left, everything was fine. It was in- incredibly surreal, and, I, and I'm being serious. Like I'm being, you know, it was incredibly surreal to see all of this unfold as I was actually there. Um, that was every when we left. Um, I left Amsterdam. And maybe the day afterwards, um, well, I'll say when I got there, so I flew out of New York into London, and then from London we took a plane to Amsterdam. It was an airline way. The day after I took that flight, British Airways canceled all their flights. So we got really lucky with that, but also at the same time it was like, oh, shit, okay, well – this is kind of scary. Like this is kind of getting a little too close to us. Um, and sure enough, as soon as we left Amsterdam, we started getting, we started hearing reports that their first cases and their first deaths. Paris was actually once we got there that they had closed down the Louvre entirely. best of their ability have to get we just walked right um immediately it's a i mean again just an incredibly insane experience to to see that and once i made it back to the states to see how it progressed, because I was mostly cut off from a lot of American media at that point. Like I, we were watching kind of the the European news networks at that point. Uh, but to see to come back home and see how everything progressed was was crazy. Um, just going to the store, um, re- watching news reports and hearing from friends and things like that about just everything that had kind of gone on uh, that we had the U S had seen more and more cases pop up. Uh, that was also a surprising, but you know, very, uh, sobering thing as well. It's like, you, you can't get away from this thing, um, at all. Uh, literally dead cognizance of what everyone was doing around you at any given moment. As soon as someone coughed, especially when we were like in London and Paris, people, the meanest stank eye they would be like it was it was crazy i guess it's what they sort of do here now but it was like on a higher level there um and you felt that tension in the air there and um yeah an experience that i will not soon forget for sure overall it was a really great trip and i try not to let it ruin you know uh the the time that i was trying to have but at the same time, this is a really serious uh, occurrence um, that should be taken seriously. And, you know, obviously our, our, our personal thoughts and feelings go out to, like, everybody else that is being affected right now. Um, so, yeah, that, that's, um, that's, that's what I've been playing and seeing and doing for the past two weeks. Chris? That sounds awesome despite the situation. 
Yeah, yeah, just yeah. I tried to make it as awesome. Uh, we had to be aware we were doing at all times uh, and tried to stay as clean as and healthy as possible. Um, but yeah, yeah. Overall, it was it was a really really good trip, and I'm I'm. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely want to say I'm glad that you made it back. Like, I don't want to say when you were cutting it close, like, yes, I started hearing all the travel yeah. bands. I was like, wait a minute, I know Rod's supposed to be getting back any day now. Where is he at? Mm-hmm. And then we all started hearing you all be like, yeah, I'm ready back in the States. And I was like, all right, all right, cool. Yeah, yeah, we, we <laughs> cut it really close, but but really, really thankful for sure. Glad to have you back and in one piece. Appreciate I, it. I think, I mean, it's not... An, an, an irrational fear, I would say, but I think it would be pretty freaky to be traveling and then get locked in that country for a year mm. or something, you know, like, yeah, yeah, that'd be, uh, that'd be a little freaky. I mean, you know, you figure it out, but like all of a sudden it would just be like, oh, that's it, you know, for the greater yeah. good. Yeah, um, exactly. It, it's very scary. That's something that, yeah, somebody, I was talking to someone and they were like, you know, oh man, that's, that'd be awesome if you got trapped in London. Wow, you'd be over in Europe for, however long and i'm like yeah cool so i don't have any work related things so who knows what's gonna happen with my job probably will lose that um have to find somewhere to stay can't really go to the embassy um you know gotta have money for that so things you have to figure out uh for sure and like you said we'd figure i'm supposed to fly out somewhere next week and uh I don't think I'm going to go. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I mean, they haven't, you know, the ticket is still like green or whatever, but I don't think I want to be on a plane with a bunch of people from various places, you know, right. Yeah. going somewhere I don't necessarily have to go to. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> just, you know, stay inside take it easy, get creative. That's kind mm-hmm. of like uh, my MO right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was gonna say this is definitely the time to like if you have a uh, you know like I think you were saying this earlier if you have like you know a gaming computer if you feel like investing in getting one or if you're just gonna just do content creation this is the best time to do it. Yeah. You know, pick it. Yeah, I mean, I have a friend who's like, well, I play Fortnite. Do you think people would want to watch me? I'm like, dude, hook it up right now. And he's like, well, I don't have a PC or capture. I'm like, you have a PS4, right? Done. Do it. Hook it up mm-hmm. and then just go on Instagram, right? And then have yeah. that on you, and you know, stream both at the same time, and that way you can chat with people while you game. I mean, it's like we have all the tools, you know, they're all in front of us. Yeah, yeah. it's it's all about, you know, having the initiative and just doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that and, and you know, already having a background in tech or being like a, a tech-inclined person helps, but like the tools, if you have a smartphone, you can do so much. Look at, you know, what, what gets me motivated, and this sounds, you know, however it sounds, I often go on YouTube and I will look up like there's this girl who has no arms, but she paints with like and she puts the paintbrush in her mouth and her paintings are fucking sick. And I'm like, okay, I just feel lazy now that you know what I mean? Instant motivation. There you go. Right. Huh. Um, I'm just saying it's like, you know, anything could happen to you. But are you going to keep pushing through or are you going to lay down? You know, Um, this is a collective thing for us. Uh, that's happening, but we all have a lot of tools, especially in this country. 
Yeah, that's a really good point, man. I mean, this is a great time for, you know, connectivity, um, you know, amongst ourselves and, and, and propping each other up as well. That's really important. Um, a lot of people tend to forget that that this this type of thing fosters, um, you know, anxiety, depression, things like that, um, that people can be easily susceptible to. And this is a really good time to, you know, take care of each other, you know, yeah. try to do so. This is like what I think they mean what I always heard in my mind when I heard patriotism is like mm. being there for each other. You know what I mean? Right. For like your people, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Shoot. I mean, this is the first time in a while that I've seen like our government work together. Like it's weird. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, when push comes to shove, you know? You yeah. To, yeah. I mean, uh, you gotta, you gotta do it. Yeah. 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 All right, so you got to do it, or you risk uh, being sort of like the bad guy forever. <laughs> yeah, like uh, people remember, people remember what you do during times like this. You define yourself on what you do during times. You yeah. know, as I say, and it's For crazy. Sure. It's crazy that you know this is an election year. So, hmm. yeah, hmm. I wonder if the certain motivations are fueled by that. But that's neither here <laughs> nor there. <laughs> this isn't a political yeah. podcast. Uh, Herb, should I play that? <laughs> Herb, what you been yes. playing? I've been playing, uh, so the Sonic movie came out, and uh, after that I decided to do a week of Sonic games, and I played all the ones that I had not played before. So I played the Game Gear and the Master System games, I played uh, Sonic CD, and I played oh, wow. uh, this this crazy fan-made game called Sonic After the Sequel, which was amazing. Um, so... Yeah, it was a lot of fun. All of okay, you can. I'm gonna just say this right now, as a Sega fan, you can throw all the Sonic, uh, the Sonics on Master System and Game Gear in the trash, except for the first one and Sonic Chaos. That's it. Those are good games. The rest mm. of them are trash. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, I I played Sonic CD in the past. I just hadn't streamed it before, so I did that, and it is so awesome. I don't know if yeah. y'all are into Sonic games or if you're ever into Sonic games, but CD was like kind of incredible like time travel yeah. full motion video and shit i it, like the fact that that came out in 1993 is like really impressive to me yeah it's ahead of its time in my opinion um i and i i would say that it kind of i tossed sonic cd and maybe two back and forth between like the best sonic game in my yeah. opinion and they're uh, both for sure cd was supposed to be two so there you go yeah exactly exactly so good um, choices there did you enjoy it as much like the first the the second time through than Oh, like, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, like, Sonic's, like, I can play a Sonic game anytime. Um, for real, for real, shouts to, uh, I'm trying to think of what his name is. There's this one guy, this one guy made this game, it's Sonic After the Sequel. It's mm. between two and three. It's got, like, it's all original levels, original soundtrack. The soundtrack is killer. Um, it's really, really good. It's free. You can you can play it on whatever. Um, I, I, I played that quite a bit. I like been listening to the soundtrack. It's awesome. Um, so, yeah, I, I did like a whole almost two week thing of just Sonic games after the Sonic movie because I had to. Because, right. you know, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I By the way, I, I'm sure you guys already covered it, but the Sonic movie was all right. It was actually pretty yeah. good. I, it, I was, thoroughly it, was enjoyed okay. it. it was okay. It was okay. Yeah, I was like, I was like, okay, I can live with that. That was 100% better than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> Yeah. See, that, and, that I, pretty... and I think I walked into the movie like thinking, "Dang, like this movie might like it, it's probably gonna bomb. It's probably gonna leave like really bad." But I'm here. I'm here to support. And walking yeah, yeah. out, I was like, "You know what? That was actually pretty good." 
Yeah, exactly. So, so you know, I was inspired because I, I, we played a lot of games on Three Bears Gaming. Um, I'm almost, we're almost at a hundred games beaten since January of 2018. Mm, um, nice. Which is a lot for me because in the, in the ten years before that, I just played a lot of games. I didn't really beat a lot of games. Right. Um, so and I, and and so few of those have been Sonic games because I just kind of felt with streaming, it's like I want to play all the games that I haven't played before, and Sonic games I'd already played to death. You know what I mean? So I figured the Sonic movie was a good time to do a couple of those. Um, yeah. So wait. So quick, quick question, real quick. Yeah. This is sort of like a throwback to uh, some of the like some of my past streams in the chat. We talked about you know there's a Detective Pikachu that came out, then you know the Sonic the Hedgehog movie, and then you know they're working on a Super Mario movie. Yeah. So Which... at this at this point, if they really wanted to, they could do a Smash Brothers like connected universe. That's what it should be. It should fuck Mario. It should be a Smash <laughs> movie. Just do it. Just do it. Mario. Everybody already knows Mario, right? Sonic got his comeback. Pikachu's out there. There's Wreck It Ralph. Like fucking make the whole thing a thing. Just Wreck It Ralph and Smash. Like just throw it all together. Just make every like like when when I saw Wreck It Ralph, I thought immediately like this is kind of smashy because everybody's in it. Mm -hmm. um, not everybody, but but most of the video game entities were represented in that movie. And I think that lays a good groundwork for an actual Smash movie. I'm like, just just go there. You know what I mean? So right off right off the cuff, like who who'd you cast as like certain Smash characters? Before before we jump into like I, I love asking people this because people are all over the place. Well, I mean I guess I don't know. You know what's his name? Uh, I can't remember his name now. Uh, Chris, the guy who does Sonic's voice in the movie. Uh, oh, I mean Ben, ben Schwartz. Ben Schwartz. Ben, yeah, yeah. Uh, he, I mean, he makes a good Sonic, but I don't know if he would make a good live action. I, I, I think it should be like a CG movie, but like a really good one, <laughs> like yeah. like way beyond the full motion videos that we get at the beginning of the Smash, you know, opening. Yeah, um, yeah. I feel like under no circumstances should that movie be live action. At all. Right, right, See, exactly. Yeah. That's gonna my, make it... my thing is, I feel like it should be CG, but then when you have characters like Solid Snake or Link, have them actually sure. like be real people, like have okay, the real okay. people in the CG world, but not like Mario or Luigi, because those are weird. Because they're kind of mm. like chippy, chubby I feel, people. I feel like they, <laughs> I, yeah, I feel like they'd have to be CG because it, it yeah. it'll look weird, way too weird to have you know. Uh, you know, Ron Jeremy as Mario <laughs> or something. I was wondering who you were going to say because Bob Hoskins died. Uh, yeah, for, for you know, you know, I'm just going to settle a score here, okay, for being a Sega kid my whole life. Although I do love Nintendo, don't get me wrong. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to tell you about a Switch game in a minute, but for the record, the Sonic movie was way better than the Mario movie. <laughs> <laughs> now, well, oh, yeah. Well, I mean, the Mario think, Brothers movie I, was wild, dude. It was trash, but at the same time, I think it was way before its time. I think yeah. I'd hope that if that you know they you know they are working on one right now. I'm hoping that's it's going to be better. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. No, the new one I'm sure will be great. But like the one with John Leguizamo, like just like wow, <laughs> that movie was wild. That movie was just dripping with '90s like uh, camp, camp. You yeah, know? it was. Um. But, uh, okay, so I'm also playing this game. Uh, <laughs> there's this game on the Switch called Gunya Fighter. It's G-O-O-N-Y-A. Um, it is a $25 game, and I think it's worth that, but it was on sale for a dollar. And so I picked that up, and I've already put in 50 hours. Um, 
there's a ranking Jesus. of top. There's a ranking of top 100. Okay, and that's the only ranking that they show. Worldwide ranking. Most of the people on there are uh, from Japan. Some are from Korea. Some are from Italy. Some are from the U.S. I am number 61 worldwide. Come for me. Wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, I'm just saying, it's a lot of fun. It's kind of like if um, if Bomberman 64 and Smash Brothers and Game Beasts all had a baby. It's like that. Okay, hmm. I'm kind of I'm kind of into that. So like, there's jump, there's punch, there's kick, and there's block. Um, you, if you jump kick, it cannot be blocked. Uh, you can knock people off the stage, but it doesn't kill them. It just reduces their health. Uh, there's bombs around the stage that you can throw at people or kick into people. Um, and there's, like, randomly generated stages. So, like, uh, it's just, like, it's good. <laughs> it's a very good, like, fighting game for people who don't play fighting games. But I would say the same for Smash. Um, right. I wouldn't say it's as technical as Smash. And when you look up a video, you're going to be like, this is simple shit. But then you play someone online with a Japanese screen name that you can't read and they perfect on you five times in a row and you can't even touch them. And so to me that says, all right, there's depth. And so I put in 50 hours. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. It's, it's really fun and it's simple and it can be four player. And um, one of the best parts is that you can go online and do an online ranking for yourself. And then there's a separate ranking if you and another player on the same switch want to go online and co-op. So that's not going to, like, fuck up your solo rank, but you can still play online with a friend. Um, hmm. And uh, I got some people to buy it when I was streaming it on Twitch when it was still a dollar, and so I played a little bit with some people. I'm really enjoying it. It's just one of those uh, cheap... It's one of those things where, like, I'm like, this is why I have a Switch, because the eShop has deals that are fucking like humble bundle level yes absolutely you know? i mean it's just like insane it'll be like 90 percent off some game that's normally 30 dollars just because we feel like it right now here mm -hmm. you know um it's uh it's it's nice and then the only other game i've really been playing is street fighter 5 which i never thought i would say in a million years wow i playing it because when championship edition came out and it's finally like a full ass game for 25 bucks uh because i already had the disc for the old one yeah. Uh, now that there's like, you know, 40 characters and like every stage and every costume and every soundtrack and everything's tweaked and I can play as Urian from Third Strike and they have all this shit in it. Like now it's a good game. Wow. So so her, the, you you did almost exactly what I did. I, I bought it on. I haven't yeah. played Street Fighter Five in maybe like over well over a year and a half maybe. Um, and I bought Championship Edition like as soon as it dropped. Uh, yeah. It also also helped. I had a twenty five dollar credit as well, so I was like, "Yeah, let me, let me spend that." <laughs> um, so yeah, we'll have to play, man. I'm down. I'm gonna um after the, after whenever we're done, I'm gonna stream and play some. Um, I have it on PS4. I am Game Master Herb on PS4. Ooh, okay, yeah, um, that's happening. That's happening. I'm down. Urian is my main right now. I'm also in the Guile. I'm also into Honda, but in Street Fighter Five, there's so many characters with so many projectiles that I think Honda just isn't just can't be great. Like he just can't. <laughs> that's so sad that's so sad dude like you know so I, mean? I yeah like in, no, I, in Street Fighter totally 2 like sure but mm -hmm. in or like 2 Turbo like sure but yeah. like in 5 it's like just the moves that people have it's just like no fucking way dude <laughs> yeah like I need to be able to get through that <laughs> yeah he I, I'm not gonna lie I almost shed a tear when I saw him because I felt like he's just been neglected for so long yeah. and it was it was so cool to finally get like all the OG like Street Fighter 2 cast yep. in five 
And I was like, and then oh, all these third God. strike people. I'm like, okay, I'm down. Let's go. Yes. You know? Yes. Just give me Makoto. Damn it. That's the yeah. only one that I, I want wanted. Oro, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oro, Oro's never Makoto. gonna come back though, because he's from like an alternate future. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, is that his deal? Oh man. Well, I mean, Street Fighter Three is in like a future that, um, that I guess could happen. It's not like is it, necessarily. Is it like the? Is it the Tokyo Drift of Street Fighter? <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Yes. It's like it's like <laughs> this is a possible future where Oro is the grandmaster and actually taught Ryu, and right. is you know all this other stuff happens. You know, uh, uh, Guile has a kid, which is Remy, and all this other stuff. Um, but like it, you know, after when they, when they did four, they kind of went back to like two, so it sort of reset the whole thing. I've. Feel I never knew. I'm ashamed because I feel like I'm like relatively up on Street Fighter lore, and I never knew that Remy was Guile's kid. I mean, so it's not like official, official, but I'm like, dude, come on, Sonic, <laughs> Sonic Blue. Sonic yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I guess Guile went home and became a family man for real. Yeah, yeah. He he flash kicked it, and then you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I couldn't help it. Um, I, I okay, so maybe not official, official, but that's like. When you look at Third Strike and you look at who's in it, like there's yeah. all these ties to the yeah. character. That makes and sense. And Alpha is Alpha is the beginning. You know, Alpha was is, like the prequel. Is G uh, Q? So okay, so G I think has to be like Q's relative. I would say I don't oh. know about child. Okay. Because he looks too young. I, like, yeah. I don't know, maybe. A lot well, of people I mean, think that. A lot of people think that G is literally Q. I don't know about that. No. I oh, think okay. Q, Q died, and that's like his his successor or some shit. You know? Oh, okay. But I don't okay. know. Street Fighter Five is weird because some of the characters feel like they're from the past, like way from the past, like from some other timeline, from fucking Persia or something. And then like some of them feel like you know futuristic beings that stepped out of a time portal. It's it's getting weird. But I will say, um, Street Fighter Five did not start out good four years ago at all, and. Now that it's Championship Edition, which is which is kind of how Street Fighter goes, but especially with Five, it's had a very rocky up start. And right. now that they that you can buy all of it for twenty five thirty bucks, everything's included, everything's tweaked, everything works really well. The loading is quick, the online matches are solid. It's like it's good. Like now I'm like, okay, go get this fight. You know, let's yeah. fight. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, it's a good purchase. Um, I love uh, I love actually how it feels, and I would compare it to. It's it kind of feels like Street Fighter Cross Tekken, but also, um, I guess like almost like an well, almost like a Third Strike, but without the parry. Um, right. But it's yeah. not quite Alpha because Alpha you could do like you could air recovery. You could just get hit a million times and just keep recovering in the air, and then on your way down from falling, grab someone. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. Alpha was just like on another level. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I, they tried to make a more offensive game than four was. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, five. Uh, I, I've been enjoying that a lot. I've I've been very surprised. Um, I didn't, you know, I didn't like it. I've had the disc since the very first version, and I played it a few times, and then like literally nobody asked for it at any of the events. So, you know, I, when Championship came out, I was like, all right, all right, it's time. And then I mm -hmm. put it on, and some people enjoyed it. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's where I'm at. Those three. <laughs> nice, nice. Okay. Chris, yo, what have you been playing? Oh man, what have I been playing? So I know that you know Herb. You talked about you know Sonic movie. You've been playing some good Sonic games. Well, guess what? 
I've been playing some bad Sonic games. <laughs> God. And and I would even say like they're the worst wait, Sonic yeah. games. Wait, wait, did you play uh, Shadow or did you play 06? No, see you said that's exactly. So I didn't play the worst. I didn't play Shadow and I didn't play 06. Those to yeah, those me are, both, are like those are both bottom off. of the barrel. Those are the absolute worst. <laughs> no, so um, like I, you know, like I've been talking about last couple weeks, I've been streaming, I've been having fun on Twitch, and you know, I'm, god damn it, I'm, I, I'm still playing Sonic Adventure Two Battle. It's still happening. Nice. Um, it's so here's the memory of Sonic Adventure Two Battle. Like I remember like playing with like my cousins and friends doing like the two player mode. I need to like have some buddies over or figure out a way that I could get uh people to play it online with because like just the I, like this like just the story mode i forgot how bad it was and i forgot how bad <laughs> the camera was like it's oh yeah if you have a fond memory of um of sonic adventure 2 sonic adventure 2 battle and you want to keep that memory just keep it a memory don't play it unless you're playing in the two like the versus mode the versus mode is still fire yeah the versus mode is fire as hell yeah so I've, i mean i'm still you know going through that i really haven't made too big of a dent on that but and and come on now the chow garden the fact that sega hasn't made a new chow garden it's weird like just as a mobile game even like dude we exactly. would eat that shit up i would pay for that shit today <laughs> i i feel like i would literally like pump if they had like microtransactions and a chow yeah. garden that's <laughs> that that's the that's where they're gonna get me um but yeah give me them give me them online chow races oh, like geez. i want it you know anybody that's listening if you don't anybody from sega sega of america so someone clip this clip this send it to sega yeah. let's see what happens let's get hashtag chow garden <laughs> let's get it but and it's weird so like when i was playing on stream i would get so frustrated like playing the levels that by the time like i finished the level and like for some strange reason i would pick up the chow garden key i'd be so mad that i wouldn't even want to go into the chow garden i just wanted to just get through with it and just like i would like jump off the little teleporter and then jump back in so i could you know keep playing the game which is yeah. which is weird because back in the day chow garden that's where it was at but i don't know like the camera dude is horrible that, in that last game. Oh, oh i'm sorry i'm sorry <laughs> it's so bad it's, it's yeah yeah it's tough so um you know uh this month on playstation plus uh, they gave us Shadow of the Colossus, which is the game I should have been playing. Um, I was like, no, let's <laughs> just keep 1, it. Let's just keep this ball rolling. Let's play oh, Sonic yeah. Forces and stream it. Um, but you won't play Yakuza Five. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you want to play Sonic fucking Forces? It's okay. So it's it's, it's fine. so Sonic it's Forces right. is yeah. It's not like the worst Sonic game. There's nah. there are things that I I like about it. I like how uh, once again the music. Of like these modern Sonic games are really good, uh, like, like yeah. to the point to the point where I was like, "Yo, this thing slaps." Where where's the soundtrack? Let me listen to it when I work out, or listen to it when I'm like driving to work or something. Um, so the, you know, I'll give them that. I'll give them that. Like you know, like the cutscenes and everything, and like certain uh, aspects of certain levels are really cinematic, which is really cool. But after that, that's really where it falls downhill. Uh, like the sensitivity of like the control stick is like just it's all over the place there's certain like aspects of a level where you're so used to just pushing forward that if you're still pushing forward when you sort of transition from 2d to 3d you'll fly off the stage and into a pit 
And especially towards like the end of the game where that happens a lot. Like it gets frustrating um, to the point where like I'm glad that there isn't too many like there's no lives. Like you don't have like a life counter, but at the same time it messes up like your score at the end of the at the end of the level. So, I mean, if you are a Sonic fan, you have PlayStation Plus, you like uh, creating a character. That's the next thing is that the, the character creation. It's really pretty sick. It's 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 really good. Like the the more that you play, the more you unlock for your created character. So you could really like dig deep into your old deviant art days and like make your best Sonic fan uh, you're, character. You're 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 really not selling that to me at all. Am, am I not? Is it, are you no. not entertained? Like that is it's it's fire. It's actually really cool. Um, like the like the bits and pieces that they add into it. Uh, you could be a hedgehog, a cat. A bird, um, trying to think, and like, and like, each of these animals have a like different ability. So, of course, my first playthrough had to go with the hedgehog. Uh, their ability is uh, the rings. Like when you get hit, they stay on the screen longer, which saved me in multiple occasions. So, um, just you know, when you're creating your character, sort of go with the ability that you like, run with it. And at the end of the day, when you're playing this game. Go in with zero expectation. Like, don't expect nothing out of it, and you'll enjoy it. Well, you'll you'll make it through it. I, I don't know if you'll enjoy it, but it's a, it's a quick game. So, <laughs> a, a ringing endorsement. <laughs> don't expect anything. Don't, you'll yeah, probably don't really, enjoy. It. I mean, it's kind of like they took Sonic Colors and Generations and made a game that's a combination of that with a much more serious storyline, storyline, and like a ton of customization for the character, but somehow is simultaneously not as good as colors or generations <laughs> so yeah um, it, i was gonna say it's like it's not they, really bad though yeah it's not that bad like the, like the beginning of the game i like you said like the story was a lot darker than i was expecting oh yeah and i was like yo robotnik is like going for people like he's like yeah you, you i mean you know sonic isn't dead at the beginning of the game you know spoiler alert but like you know they they say certain things where i'm like yo wait did robotnik just say this so, it's cool. Like I, at the end of the day, I'm happy that I've played it and gotten through it. But yeah, that's where that's where I really you know, that's where I leave at that. You know what's funny is like, I just it's funny that they went in that direction with like Sonic Forces, like and this whole kind of like rebel military kind of thing, this revolutionary thing, because that's what the Saturday morning cartoon show is all about with Sally and with all them other characters, but in this one it's like all the people from the snowboarding games and like it's just it's just weird. The Sonic universe can never decide what the hell it wants to be. And you know what's cool? If you're a fan of like the Archie comics, if you're a fan of like the um like the cartoon show, sometimes yeah. if you if you're paying attention, like sometimes people are like, you know, some commanders or some random people are like talking to you. And you if you look at the little portrait of the character, it's those characters from the show and from the comics. Okay, cool. Yeah, so it's a, it's a nice little throwback, and I really appreciate it. They they also have uh, uh, costume parts, so if you want to make your character based on those characters, you could do that. So I I appreciate the small touches, like I said. I appreciate the the music. Um, I'm I'm a. Is this a spoiler? If I could talk about Supersonic, what do you guys say? It's do it. It's, it's probably fine. It's okay. a free game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a free game, guys. Um, if you plan on downloading it on the PSN, 
uh, go ahead and go to the PlayStation Store and download Supersonic because he's DLC. Oh, cool. Yeah. So a little whack that he's DLC. He wasn't like in the main game because uh, like the last like it's about I think thirty levels hit the uh, level thirty. I was like, all right, I'm pretty sure this is where the game ends. I'm ready to play Supersonic, and he doesn't turn Supersonic, so I was a little disappointed. <laughs> wow. But like, is he free DLC or is it like five bucks? So, so he's actually free DLC. Oh, okay, good. Okay, yeah. that's weird though. They're like, hey, instead of unlocking it, you just have to press some buttons. <laughs> it's just, it's weird. Really weird. I, I wonder if like they didn't have enough time to finish it. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, that's. I want to say that's what I've really been playing. I've been playing those two. Um, also. Work, like I said before, working on the streaming stuff. Uh, like I said, we made affiliates, so uh, pretty soon I'll start making, you know, uh, emotes, and uh, we'll be doing doing some different things on the on the channel. Um, and I downloaded a bunch of games to stream on the PC, so I'm excited to sort of jump into those games. Cool. Yep, yep. So that's what I've been playing. Um, we're gonna go ahead and jump into our next part, which is. Trailer of the week. Right, everybody what's going on uh resident evil 3 it is almost here and we're getting a demo and we're getting a open beta of i think what it said resident evil resistance yep. um guys are you guys downloading this are you trying out do you really care Rob, i have not yet Herb? um i'm in the middle of two right now and liking it so uh you know i possibly three but i definitely want to try that the resistance thing though because that looks like a resident evil i mean not resident evil um left for dead like um but like i don't know in a, with a resident evil twist like it, it's it looks like it's taking the director stuff from left for dead and kind of just enhancing that even further which i fucking love so like that actually sounds legit legitimately awesome so i do want to check that out day one for sure yeah, it'd be really cool to have sort of like a Day of the Dead situation uh, online, yeah. but but you know from from the Resident Evil perspective, that'd be great. So I yeah, I'm inclined to uh, some stuff on it before, and I don't know. I'm two looks amazing. The two remake looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have some friends who have it, so you know I tried it out a little bit, and mm-hmm. it feels like Resident Evil Four got injected into two, which is which is a good thing. Yeah. Yeah, um, but I'm kind of like, it's it's just funny how it's like instead of going forward, they're like, okay, well we're gonna make three now, and it's like, okay, but what happens when you get to four? Then are you gonna mm-hmm. remake that too? Because that's already on PS4, and like it's just it's just I don't know. I feel I, yeah, I feel I feel like four is almost like a masterpiece in its own yeah. right. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I love four. That's my favorite. See, yeah. I'm I'm on the opposite side, guys. Plug it straight no. into my veins. I need the HD remaster. That's gonna be oh. imagine it. It's gonna be dope. Okay, so you well no 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 and okay so so yeah but are you a fan of four or are you like old? I, I am like four is like where I like actually played it, actually liked it. Yes, went same. all the way through. Like that was my first like that's like where I fell in love with the franchise. Okay. Yeah. Same. I right before that, I was like, "This is good, but it's clunky for like clunky's sake." And I'm like, "I want, I want, like, I want the real game. I want the one that's when you when you shave all that away at this core of it." And that's what Resident Evil Four is is like, mm-hmm. just like surviving this fucking <laughs> this fucking virus. And, it is. You know, it is. It's a it's, great game to play right now. It is, but imagine playing it with like you know, current gen hardware so at this true, point true. i feel like if they they end up doing it it's gonna be ps5 xbox yeah. uh series x it's, i think it's gonna be magical well and i mean and and real talk three was great and also extremely unsettling um it was one of those games i got with my dreamcast it came with code veronica and resident evil 3 and i was like into it at the time i mean it was like it was i was so all over it but then but then that's what happened was when four came out it was like oh i can never go back to that now <laughs> <laughs> and, you know and that's I mean? why and that's what happened to me too like uh like i said like i've played like uh one i think i skipped two and played like a little bit of three and like i just yeah. played like parts of it like at my cousin's house and i was like you know i don't i like i i, I heard this game is really good i don't really get it but then once I played four, I think four like it, it, it spoke to me. It's something that yeah. like I, I really got behind. I think it was just like you're in this burning ass village and there's like Spanish people chasing you with pitchforks and shit. It was just like that that opening scene alone was just like, All right, all right, I'm in this. I'm hooked. Let's mm-hmm. go. And then it gets really weird, but not as weird as five does. And, um, (laughs) and, 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 and yeah. And then five, it's like, they took the formula and then they drove it into the ground and I'm like, y'all. And then six, I'm just like, ah, you know, so here's the the thing with six. So I, that has a special place in my heart because, you know, shout out, you know, shout out to my boy, Kevin. Uh, we, I think six came out on with the PS3, right? Uh Originally. So yeah, me and him were like, yo, fuck it. We love resident evil. I really loved four. He loved really loved five. Um, you know, six co-op. We played the whole thing all the way through through co-op, and it, like just the way I am, like when it comes down to like scary movies or like anything like that, I turn like the horror or like the really cheesy into like really funny. So the whole time, me and him were just cracking jokes at the game. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, mean, I could see how six could be like a great buddy game for sure. <laughs> yeah, it, no, seriously, and I wish that we were streaming back then because the whole time it sort of felt like we was it was like a buddy cop movie, right? Where like you know I would get into trouble, he would save me, he would get into trouble, and I'd fuck it up somehow. Dude, if the stuff that me and my friends were saying was on stream back in high school or something <laughs> while playing video games, like <laughs> you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Yeah, we wouldn't be able to handle it. But yeah. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so guys, uh, go ahead and you know download the demo. You have time. Social distancing, people. Let's uh, let's play more video games at this point. Also, so, Final Fantasy VII demo. Yes. Uh, yes. Oh, yeah. So good. Well, let's, let's talk about that real quick. Would you? How'd you like the demo? Well, I haven't played it yet, but I'm just telling you. 
too. No, I got it because yeah. somebody wanted to play it at um at Monday, and I was like, all right, let's go. Yeah, def- yeah, definitely. You know, jump into it. Like I, I appreciate the detail that they put into that demo. So I'm sure the main game is gonna be really good. It got me to the point where I was like, yo, like it sort of bit me with the Final Fantasy bug. I was like, I sort of want to replay Crisis Core. And I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this every fucking time because I'm pissed at uh, at Square Enix for doing this. The only way you can play Crisis Core right now is on the PSP. Yep, but the PSP is a very easily emulated system on Android or on uh, PC. Just it saying. is. So coming soon, Crisis Core Stream, guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're gonna play PSP, through it. PSP is great because it can also do PS1 games. So it's like it's a whole thing. Mm, yeah. So. Yeah, definitely, you know, I'm getting that set up. Uh, I think I'll do that sometime this weekend and sort of try and get through it before, uh, you know, the 7 Remake comes out. But um, real quick, guys, we're going to go ahead and jump into uh, a quick break. Um, It's normally going to be 60. These breaks are normally going to be 60 seconds, but I think I could fix some of these audio and video issues that I'm having. So, uh, you know, people that are listening uh, on Twitch... People in the chat, shout out to Subject T, shout out to Gamers Haven. Uh, let's just talk in the chat real quick. So we will be right back. All right, all right. What's going on, everybody? We are ready to jump into the second half or part two of episode 56. Once again, we got Rod back from, from uh, you know, across the pond. And we got Game Master Herb back in the building guys are you there oh yes yes yeah yeah oh yeah so we're gonna go ahead and jump into the news bit of the week um all three comp all three major companies have uh they sort of you know made some noise uh this past week and we sort of want to highlight some of that noise that they did uh we're gonna jump into nintendo uh it, they didn't do a nintendo direct so i know everyone's like oh damn you know, I need I need that Nintendo Direct. I think it's been what, like six months since they've done one. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, it's probably felt like that long. Yeah. So, uh, no, well, yeah, no Nintendo Direct. Uh, but we did get this indie showcase, and you know, Herb said it earlier. I mean, Rod have been saying it for for what seems like months now. Uh, the Nintendo Switch is a great system for indies. Like, you know, yeah. pick up and play. A lot of these things are on other consoles, but, like, I feel like being able to take this with you all over the place, it's just, it's something magical about it. But, uh, Rod, what what, uh, what what did they showcase in this indie showcase? Uh, they showed, actually, a surprising amount of, of content in this. Uh, I, I won't go over each and every single thing, but I do want to highlight a, a few notable entries. Um... So if you really like Cyanide and Happiness, they're coming out with a video game of that comic. Um, it's the stick figure comic, web comic that is really, really popular. I guarantee if you Google it, you have seen it. It looks like a, a an RPG-ish type thing, very similar to the South Park game, mm-hmm. um, Sick of Truth. And the other one that came out, Fractured Butthole, I think it was called. It's so uh, good. I peed just went through the whole thing it's awesome and on ps4 it, it includes the stick of truth also in the same game oh that's nice so not just like a pre-order bonus that's like just in the title it's just in the disc yeah <laughs> oh that's actually really cool so yeah, i i got a, a ch- 
I got a chance to play Stick of Truth. That is cool. I did not play Fractured Butthole, but I actually wanted to. It's um, um way, way too good for a South Park game. <laughs> but it's also know. great if you like South Park. But it's also a fantastic video game. Nice, nice. Yeah. Very good um, uh, strategy RPG. The another game that looked really neat to me is this game called El- Eldest Souls, which no relation to Dark Souls, but it is um it, it looks like it was a it was a boss rush game, which but it had combat that looked very, very similar to Dark Souls and that immediately grabbed my attention. Um looked like also like kind of 2D pixel art-ish. Uh Herb, you would probably like that as well. It looked like something that you would play and enjoy as well. Um yeah. So definitely check that out. Um, they also announced a port that of a game I believe is out right now on PC called Quantum League. And have you guys heard about this? I've heard of it, but I don't know what it is. So it's like it, it is a shooter. Uh, I want to say it, I think it's third person, but you create copies of yourself and then rewind time to like take out other people on the same on the other team who are doing the same thing as you so you have to like kind of kill clones and copies of yourself okay. like kind of ba- it's really hard to explain it's way easier if you watch the I, video i was, for I was gonna it. say I, I feel like you literally explained exactly what it is like i i remember <laughs> that's one of the things that really stuck out to me i like uh i think i'm gonna pick that game up yeah it looks fucking awesome so i definitely want to see more about that um my pc might be actually good enough to play it didn't look too too intense but um yeah definitely hype that that's coming to switch as well uh pixel junk eden 2 is coming uh that wasn't expected at all pixel junk those are good games all that stuff yeah 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 i love pixel junk uh nice to hear that you're a fan um yeah that's a kind of a rhythm music type game i i love these type of things um and it was really nice to see that you know q games out here you know getting money love it um another surprise that people didn't know there was a couple more surprises that were notable exit the gungeon came out yeah yeah i've been looking forward to that and so is lucas for sure yeah yeah that was a shadow drop they announced that as like a hey this is available like later today so that was really hype for a lot of people for sure i I do do want to do a quick plug you know not getting paid for it but Mm -hmm. we have a uh iphone ipad Apple TV. Go ahead and subscribe to Apple Arcade. You can already you can play it right now. Especially yeah, with this, with, uh, especially with this quarantine. Sign our Wild, Wild Hearts. Wild is on there. Yes. You have Choo Choo Rocket on there. Yeah. Five. I think it's five dollars a month. If you haven't done it yet, it's a free month. We're gonna be inside for a while, boys. So, <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Oh, and the last game that I want to highlight here is. The surprise game from uh, Hello Games, the makers from No Man's Sky, they came out with a trailer for for a game called The Last Campfire. It looks extremely Journey ish, but oh. I don't say, I don't say that in a disparaging way. I really love Journey, and uh, it was it was funny. Well, not funny, but it was it was intriguing because the video was introduced by uh, Sean Murray, who you know we all know uh was the face behind no man's sky uh suffered a lot of uh undue ridicule i will say um of the internet for no man's sky and so it was nice to go ahead i was like you know it's funny you know um when they showed him he was like hey we have a new game i was like oh boy 
Here we go. <laughs> It'll be out in four years in the true form. <laughs> but, but at the same time, you know, you do got to give, you know, the Hello Games their props for like, you know, they could have dropped the game. They could have went on with something else, but they went ahead and fixed the game up. Still Yeah. And, yeah. And it's really their their expansion and fix up is like, wow, it's now it's the full game. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. So, for sure. Shout out to them. And I feel like it just shows it just shows like hype can be a killer, but you know there are people who do still killer care about making video games. Yeah, so hopefully you know I feel like with this you know uh, project they're not being rushed, they're not being like thrown into the stage light. So you know just work on your game when it's ready to come out, release it. Yeah, yeah. Don't be don't don't be hyping too much. Like hype. Hype is just be like in, in you know a month ahead of time, right? Six months ahead of time, whatever. Just be like, hey, I'm dropping this, just you know. But like, don't I don't know. Hype just kills everything because it's never going to be as good as our imaginations tell us it's going to be. <laughs> I want everyone to remember those two phrases for later in this show because oh boy, that's coming back. I'm going to use that exact okay. phrase because that that is going to apply very heavily to another segment that we've got coming up. Chris, what's next? Oh, so uh, a little bit after that, actually, no, wait, this is um, it's way out of order. So um, I think before that, uh, Microsoft at the beginning of the week, they went ahead and um, not through like a single video, but they sort of gave information out to different publications, different content creators and said, hey, this is the Xbox Series X. These are the specs. This is the controller. Let's talk about it. So Rod, what what do they what do they pass out? So they talked about a lot of things here. If you want to talk about the controller first, um, they really are making a lot of enhancements to the Elite controller, which is um, getting a uh, an enhanced. It's getting things like you know enhanced D-pad, just ergonomics in general. Like you know, um, I think a lot of the attention was paid towards the D-pad. Now, me personally, I don't love the I don't love the D-pad with the circle like kind of underneath the d-pad like i do like kind of nintendo style sort of four directions like plainly there but i will say that the elite controller is probably one of the best controllers i have ever used in my life um and i think it's the one exception i would make to a d-pad like that honestly um also they microsoft showed off the quick resume feature um which is essentially uh, very similar to the suspend feature which is available right now on the um the PlayStation and the Xbox uh, One right now, but it is enhanced to a, a point where you can actually have multiple games suspended and not just one. Huh. Um, so you can drop Ori to go play Forza and then drop Forza to go play something else, and it will pick up literally exactly where you left off, um, which is nice. I can see that being really, really, really handy. I, I don't actually use the suspend feature very much on my consoles right now, uh, with the exception of Switch. I guess I technically do on that, but um, I, I usually put it in sleep, though, which yeah, maybe is the Switch the is so thing. seamless with it. It's just like, yeah. that's something I love about this. Okay, I'm just done playing this for now. And then you can still go in the shop without leaving the game, which is good. Yes, exactly, exactly. Um, and they also kind of uh, – they also released a video about how fast the loading times were. They used actually the Division 2 um, as an example 
I think people were jumping in maybe three seconds after the game loaded. And whereas with the original Xbox one, it was like 12, 11 or 12 seconds or something ridiculous. I think I texted, I think I texted you, Chris, like, is this for real? Like, is this a doctored video? Like, does it really take that long to, to load division two? I was watching a video. So that the mm -hmm. time that they, uh, from when the Xbox series X started playing, to then where the Xbox, I think the other Xbox was just a regular Xbox One X, I think. Um, I think it was 40 seconds of, like, uh. time difference. So when you mm -hmm. look at, like, you know, the video, it's sort of like, you can really tell the difference of uh, how fast the hard drives are. So it's wild stuff. Like, I feel like I'm, I'm yeah. glad that we're living in this, like, this future where, like, these hard drives are super fast. And we're sort of, we're not killing load times. Like, they're sort of saying... A couple months ago where they're like oh yeah these new systems they're gonna eliminate the load times no so wait, wait. There. i'm looking at the specs here to be honest these specs don't i don't think they look that impressive i think for a system that's dedicated completely to games i mean they're definitely formidable but like dude i just i was at my friend's house on saturday and he's like really into pcs custom built and all that his computer has 18 cores and 64 gigs of ram and that's like four times as much as both of these mm -hmm. um and i'm just like i i know you know need but like i guess what i'm saying is if i'm jumping from ps5 or xbox one to xbox series x it needs to be significant and it needs to last for you know years and if people are able to do this with PCs, you know, like relatively cheaply. I mean, he spent like, I don't know, under 2000, but you know, I'm not saying go to the, to the level of his PC, but like, I think they could be a little bit beefier just on a spec side, but that's not really what it's about anymore. Either with consoles. I think it's more like what games are going to be there. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, I think with, as far as the series X is concerned, uh, 12 teraflops is, is, is really it's to me pretty beefy for a console especially if sure. we're gonna if we want to jump from like where the one is right now which is not great it, not even really all that good <laughs> um it's pretty pitiful actually but uh i, I would say 12 12 teraflops is pretty decent i would also want to jump in and say that the uh the ray tracing technology that they were able to kind of come out this week and really talk a little bit more about in the article that they released uh was uh, the direct x ray tracing which is something that i've really i've been hoping that consoles kind of get to and you're right herb like pc wise like this is not this is and none of this is really all that new um it's not even like top 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 of the line um yeah. i think this is it's really only considered that way if we're comparing like where we are right now with consoles um so, yeah, I agree with you on that for sure. Like, I'm just saying for long, not only for long, longevity, but also, you know, to actually appear as though this is a really big upgrade. Because I feel like if you're trying to get more people in the consoles, which is clearly what PlayStation wants, since Xbox, all the games are available on PC. Correct. But if you're trying to, like, appeal to more consoles, you have to make it sexy on a stats level more than just, you know, the hardware and the games. Because the PC people are never going to go over to con no one. People that are hardcore PC are like fuck PlayStation, fuck Switch. I don't need any of that stuff, um, you know. Because they're looking at specs, and I'm not saying you know, who knows? I mean, they're going to make their money. It'll be fine. But like, I'm just saying for the future and jumping from PS4 to PS5 in my case, because I'm more of a PlayStation guy these days, and I guess Switch. 
Um, like Xbox One is the only system I don't have because, well, that's a whole other story. <laughs> yeah, I but, mean the um, first part, first party makes it really easy to make that choice a lot of times. Yeah, this, this gen, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, exactly. I got a street, I got a, uh, a PS4 because it was like, well, Xbox isn't going to have Street Fighter or Guilty Gear or this or that. So I'm like, okay, well, done. You know. Yeah. Um, but I'm just saying, I think, I, I think they could be beefier. I'm just saying, um, just based off various people that I know that are really into PC gaming. I mean, uh, this computer that I'm using here is the one that we stream off of. It's like an i7, right, with like 16 gigs of RAM. That's fine. But that's like the PS5 and the Xbox X are only a little bit better than that. And I feel like these com- this computer already is already like two, three years old. So it could be a little bit more. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially yeah, with definitely. what they're charging for games these days. Oh man, yeah, that's probably going to get more expensive too, for sure. I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> so yeah, those were the major, major points for the Xbox. Um, and I guess you want to, yeah, we can go ahead yeah. and jump into Sony. So I feel like you know, I'll I'll let you talk about it, Rod. But I do want to like you know throw it out there that the Sony conference was more more so for like developers and people that like the nitty gritty of like you know console talk of like spec talk um i sort of went back and watched some of this uh you know uh it was like a press release a press conference or whatever it's i mean um, i wouldn't say it was dry but like if you're like an average gamer you you would have went in there and you would have fell asleep but if you get excited about teraflops and gigabits and all this (laughs) other stuff it was all for you, but Rod, let's uh, let's break it down for the people. What, what did we see? Yeah, so I'm gonna hit a lot. So I'm gonna hit the major points um, because, again, I, I don't want to go too deeply into what they talked about because, like you said, you know that is it's very granular. Um, it gets into a lot of technical speak, and so if it bored a lot of people or most people, it's definitely gonna bore everyone listening. So um, I will say that the main takeaway to this. Is that uh, the 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 GPU, the CPU, uh, the overall bandwidth for the PlayStation Five is lower than what the Xbox Series X is going to have to uh, bring to the table. The main advantage, just in terms of raw, so just in terms of raw power, like let's just get that out of the way. The PlayStation Five just seems to be a weaker console, just in terms of raw power. Mm-hmm. Um, however, um, the SSD. Um, is running right now at 5.5 gigabytes per second, which basically means, in layman's terms, that essentially means that um, it's going to be able to load things very fast. And by load, I don't mean necessarily like literal load times. I mean that, and, and I mean it can't apply to that, but I, I more so mean that in the sense of, hey, this might actually change the way that games are designed because games will be able to load more items, more textures, uh, just generally more information much, 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 much more quickly. Um, in fact, Mark Cerny actually went and uh, demonstrated this a uh, couple times throughout the presentation of giving an, exa- an example of what, uh, how important that was. Um, and in fact, that is, it's actually, the SSD is actually running uh, double uh, more than double than what the X1X is, is going to do. Now, what that also means is that um, first parties and just generally exclusive games 
will take advantage of that. But because the target needs to be lower, third-party games will likely not take advantage of something like that as easily. Um, so, you know, that's also something to keep in mind as well. Um, so that, to me, is the main takeaway of what I believe the advantages to the to the PlayStation 5 is at this point. Obviously, we don't know until we see some games as well. Um, you know, we really do get raw data. Um, but other things that were, were introduced here is, you know, they were talked about 3D audio, uh, which was, you know, average and that's uh, not average, but it was it was cool. It was what you we kind of expect. Um, they talked about ray tracing, which is also good. I'm glad to see both manufacturers are supporting that. Um, and they also talked about backwards compatibility, which at this time is very muddled. So during the presentation, it was said that the top 100 games of PlayStation 4 will be ready at launch, um, which I, I don't know. They said the most played games. We have no idea what metric that is. Uh, at this time, it's unknown whether or not it's going to be entirely backwards compatible with PlayStation 4. Some people are saying that it will be, um, but I haven't yet to find them sourcing anyone in particular. Like, I haven't seen, you know, our trusted sources, like, saying things like that, like, on Twitter or anything like that. You know, people like uh, um, uh, Jason Trier or Zuge or any anyone or... Uh, anyone like that so I, I don't know how true that is so at this moment i'll take the presentation at face value and assume that not everything is backwards compatible on playstation 4 that's a huge disappointment uh to me personally just because i was hoping to maybe kind of be done with my playstation console uh, but if that is not the case if i have to kind of hold on to it for a little while longer then so be it um and by that i mean like you know have it hooked up to the tv if i ever feel like playing something because um, I know there will be games later on in the life cycle that I want to get into for sure. Um, so, yeah. Do you guys have anything, any questions, any comments? I really think that outside of the technical specifications, uh, the the practical real-world applications are almost like more interesting to talk about it, just yeah. in terms of like how much this thing is going to cost. And now that we actually know, like, you know, about backwards compatibility, about some of the specs, like, you know, what is the perception of, of this all is right now? Um, there's a lot of conversation about, like, was this the right move to have this kind of, like, the first public engagement, um, public-facing engagement of PlayStation 5 be this kind of, like, dry presentation? Um, I think a lot of people understood that this wasn't something that was meant for them explicitly. Like this was a GDC presentation. Um, you know, that's it's for the developers. It's for the industry, really. Um, but I also think um, Jason Schreier made a good point on Twitter when he said that this maybe wasn't the greatest move to to you know there's obviously going to be a lot of eyes on something like this and when you have 60 70,000 people watching your stream anticipating like some information when there's been radio nothing but radio silence like you know there are optics associated with that so um yeah i don't know it's i feel mixed about that uh what about you guys what, what are you herb you have any thoughts about like any of this playstation 5 information at all like where do you see the brand going anything like that um, I think consoles have a very tough time ahead of them because they are more like PCs than ever. And um, I think PlayStation 4 is great and there's so much for it. And I think 
that it's not, even though technically it's time for another console, I don't think it's necessarily time yet. Um, it doesn't seem uh, amazing enough of a leap to me to to justify um, whatever they're going to ask for, which is probably going to be four hundred. Um, and I just I, I don't know I don't I don't like Cyberpunk is the big pull for Xbox, right? Um, but I like I said it's like. It, these could be beefier, and I swear to God, streaming better be like butter on both, and like no hiccups. It needs to just work with Twitch and Mixer and YouTube and whatever. Um, I know I sound like a like critical as fuck, but I'm just saying, like when a new console comes out, I need that shit to like wow me. Yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. I, I, yeah, I, I don't think that's being critical at all. Like, I think okay. that's completely like, fair. Yeah, they talk about stuff, and then when they show specs, I'm like, well, that's not that great compared to a lot of computers. And I know, I know, PC gaming is a different thing, but it's also we're also at a point where they they it's like it's like okay, if you're gonna have here's my trade off with the console versus PC thing. If I'm gonna use a PC, I'm gonna have mods. I'm gonna have crazy uh, attachments and upgrades. Uh, but if I'm going to use a console, it's going to work like all the time, like every time. And Nintendo stays true to that. And I feel like using PlayStation 4 and Xbox One over time, uh, I <laughs> they are more like PCs now than they ever have been. And there's right. all these little issues and problems and things that come up where you can't do whatever. And I'm just like, okay, well, if I'm going to have a console, it better be beefy as fuck and it better work every time. Yeah. Because otherwise I'm just going to use a PC because I can do whatever I want on there. Right. But, you know, with at, at the drawback of having a lot more setup to get everything to work, you know? Yeah. So this is that's that's a really good point. That's actually one thing that I will give Microsoft for sure. I mean, they've just been firing in, in my opinion, they've been firing on all cylinders, like on the lead up to this this next generation. Yeah, um, much more than with the one for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. That the one was a unmitigated disaster. Yeah. <laughs> um, but here, I mean, they're seem they seem like they're 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 doing a really good job of being very transparent about a lot of things. I mean, if you compare the backwards compatibility uh, thing, we don't know. I mean, PlayStation Five could be backwards compatible with with everything prior to the PlayStation Four, and but it we should. don't know. It should be. You're absolutely right. It should. It, sh it should be. Um, but we don't know. They won't say. They don't say anything about that. Microsoft yeah. out of the gate has said, um, you know, hey, literally down to the very first console we ever released, you can play all of your discs on this thing. Yeah, that's very um, good. Which is great. It, it's it's amazing. Um, and I want to bring that up because that that plays into something I wanted to, to to kind of piggyback off of what you just mentioned, which was the idea that these consoles are becoming more like PCs. And the fact that I wanted to uh, give Microsoft credit for uh. Uh, just taking that mentality of of having um, a PC mindset, like in terms of, hey, we're going to upgrade these things. In fact, the Series X is going to be a brand. Like this is this is almost like an upgrade. Not necessarily like you know, don't think of this as Xbox Two or Three or Four. Think of this as like just the next evolution of the box, right? Yeah. Like yeah. like you so know, play any. It's an Apple mentality. It's an Apple mentality. <laughs> Apple PC, you know, whatever. Isn't like, that funny you know, though? Isn't that funny? 
<laughs> I, it, it's like I mean, they they want you to you want to get an upgraded model of of the brand, right? Of the thing that you currently have. Play anywhere plays right into that. Backwards yeah. compatibility plays into that. Like it it truly is like hey, play every because I mean that's one of the advantages of PC gaming is that you could play any game that ever released ever, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and now in some fashion, yeah. In some fashion, and now they're Microsoft is trying to adapt that with their Xbox and say like hey, like this is that you can in if you buy into the Xbox ecosystem you're not just buying into series x stuff you're buying into 360 the one and the og xbox like, OG. That, you know what i want to say something about that point is that yeah. i feel like you know once again i said the apple mentality um you have you know your console purists that they want like the best system out there so these are the people that are buying the playstation 4 pro xbox one x like day one imagine like now getting a new like an upgraded system every two years hopefully not every year like apple but every two years to get like that much more like put into the system right i think there there is a market for that sadly i'm part of that market <laughs> i feel like if it's mm-hmm. at a decent price i'll i'll jump for the upgraded version but then at the same time they're doing so well with letting you you know, I like I said, since I just upgraded my PC, my old PC couldn't do um, uh, Games Pass. And then, like, earlier this morning, I was thinking, wait a minute. Let me go ahead and boot up Games Pass and see if I could go ahead and get that running. And, of course, you know, just logged in, bam, ready to go. Nice. Already have Halo installed. Already have um, a couple of games that I was actually looking to buy on the Switch as part of Game Pass. So... Cool. You know, it just able to just say, oh, cool. I like that game. Click install. Oh, I like this game. Click install. Let's yeah. look into the future. Like, combo that with Play Anywhere with uh, Project xCloud. All right. Time time to, you know, go to work in this quarantine where I'm going to sit in this store for about eight hours and have two people show up. Let me pull out my phone and jump straight back into Halo. Yeah. It, I feel like Xbox gets a lot of flack because of like the hiccup that you know the xbox one was like oh absolutely yeah. it's something that uh anytime i try and bring up hey you know xbox one's doing this like i'll make a post on facebook and i get a bunch of people to sort of jump into that post point and laugh and say yo look at this guy he likes xbox ha 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 and then people like jump in and start laughing and pointing and i'm like yo but games pass is the best value in gaming right now jokes yeah on, yeah <laughs> jokes it on is you. really good Lucas yeah. is playing uh, a lot of those games on on this laptop, and I realize that the Games Pass also it also counts as an Xbox Live Gold membership for Xbox 360. So I got that uh, <laughs> again, so that I could start playing Third Strike again online um, without having to use Fightcade, and it's pretty great. <laughs> nice, nice. So they're they're, yeah. they're they're working on the whole branding thing. Like everything is all in house. You know, you could let's say if you want to stick with your Xbox One, you could stick with the Xbox One. Uh, they, you know, they already confirmed that you know Halo Infinite, you'll be able to play it on Xbox One. Uh, other games that are coming out, of course, will still be on Xbox One. Of course, down the road, um, you're gonna have games that gonna that are gonna be exclusive to the Series X. But I feel like by the time we get to that point, uh, we'll possibly see a price shop for the Series X. Um, cause I, I feel like right now, Microsoft, they're so in tune with trying to look out for the consumer that they really want to win people over. That's, that's the thing that I'm sort of, um, I don't know if worried is the right word. That's the thing I'm curious about following is like 
the price. That's the one thing I think that they can mess up on really bad and, and have them really falter and, and mess up some goodwill that they've build, been building is is what the price of this thing is going to be. Because before this PlayStation 5 talk, I was like, oh, man, man, I, I don't think any of these consoles are going to be over $500. Now I don't know. I, now, it, to me, it seems like the Series X could be over $500. And, and, and the Lockhart, which is the, the, the rumored lower um, spec skew of, of the Series X, is... You know that would be the 450 console or whatever. Like, and so like that to me is the the nail in that coffin. To me, is like okay if the Series X come out comes out at 600, it's like can they? How much of that can they sell people? Like I I don't know. For real? Um, like if I was them, I know it sounds crazy, but they should do it at. They should have. They should do it at 350, and they should pair it with the best game that uh, they think is going to do well. Is Halo Infinite going to be a launch? That's yeah. what they say. That's what they say. Yeah, they should pair it with Halo Infinite and do it for 350 because it'll be a little bit cheaper, but it'll get it into a ton of homes, and, you know, that's the way to do it. It's like, well, here's you know, the thing. Here's, toys. Here's, here's the crazy part about that. They're already pairing it with Halo Infinite. You want to know why? Okay. If you have Games Pass... There you go. Automatic... <laughs> There you yeah. go. So I feel like what they'll do is they will uh once again, like you said, three fifty, sell that lower skew, but then throw in like three months of game pass or something like that. Yeah. Well and, and that's the thing is like you take a loss in the beginning, but then it's in everyone's homes before whatever other system because usually parents whatever are gonna buy one, not both. Mm-hmm. So the parent that buys both, like fuck that kid, dude. Like, <laughs> okay. Well, we all know that there's always one kid too. There was always like one kid in the neighborhood who's like, oh, I had it all. It's like, oh, jeez. Yeah, and then, um, and then you're but, like, yeah, that's why your parents are divorced, Timmy. Right, right. <laughs> but like, but like, yeah. I mean, if 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 they do it, if they do it cheap and get it into more homes first, I think it'll do better. And then and then Nintendo, of course, is always on. Uh, their own island doing their yeah. own thing in, in their own timeline much less because their next console is not even like it's not even ready to be a thing yet because Switch isn't that old Yeah, it's, it, it's not even a thought and then like I like that you know this year they're like hey I know people want the Switch Pro let's go ahead and let Sony, Microsoft duke it out <laughs> let yeah, them do whatever yeah. they're doing and when the dust settles we're going Switch to Switch Pro. Here you go. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, all these, all, all the games that are coming out this year, I mean, they're going to do great. Yeah. yeah. But Nintendo, someone clip yeah. this. We need Metroid Prime 3. Stat. Uh, or 4. Four. Four? 4. Yes. Metroid, <laughs> <laughs> Metroid Prime need, 4. You, it's been so long, people. Yeah, I was Listen, about to say, you, it's been so you need long. it so bad, you can't remember the number. <laughs> <laughs> it's been so long. I it has been a minute. We need I'm it. so Actually, ready. We need, Whenever we need that the drops. Trilogy. Give me the trilogy. Hey, listen, Nintendo, someone clip this yeah. too. You know, we're, we're stuck. We're quarantined at home. The perfect game to release, Stealth Drop, right now. On Metroid Prime 3 Trilogy. Or Metroid yeah. Prime, yeah, Metroid Prime Trilogy. Stealth Drop it. Bam. Yeah. Print, it prints money. You're welcome. Yeah, seriously. Like, get on it already. <laughs> <laughs> Do a whole Metroid. I, I I don't know why they don't do like you know, this you know quarter is Metroid quarter, and so we're gonna slowly trickle out all the Metroid games in the SNES and the NES and the NES section of the Switch. Um, you know, do a whole theme thing. I don't know. We should we should go work for them, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, 
you know, we got we got Reggie jumping the GameStop. I, I I think I might still have some GameStop connects. Let's get it. Get get me in a Skype call. Get me in like some sort of call <laughs> with him. Let's talk. Yeah, I yeah. See it. Here's your business plan. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so you know, uh, all three uh, console makers have you know had their spotlight this week. I feel. Let me ask you guys, who do you think had the best week? Nintendo. <laughs> I do. Uh, 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 Pokemon yeah. Mystery Dungeon, <laughs> Animal Crossing, yeah. more Smash characters on the way. I'm like, dude, they're killing it. Yeah, Animal Crossing does come out this week. I think that's like an automatic win. Yeah, I would probably agree with that. Yeah, Microsoft I'm... did did fine. Um, Sony, I think, disappointed a lot of people. Um, but I think, honestly, I felt ho hum about pretty much everyone except Nintendo. I will say, I will give it the edge because Animal Crossing is out in a couple of days, and I, that is actually pretty hype. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm with my you. only my only experience with Animal Crossing uh, is the first one on the GameCube, and oh boy. That- that was when I was uh, dating a dude, and he was living with his best friend. So we would all hang out at the at the apartment all the time, and we each had a house in the village. And like for that year, it was uh-huh. like our real lives and our Animal Crossing lives. <laughs> it was like a whole thing. Oh, and man. ever since then, I'm like, okay, this game has uh, power. This game has a lot, um, a lot of social uh, bonding going on. It's, it, it, it's, it does. Yeah, yeah. It's oh. very, very unique kind of sim game are, are you picking up new horizons uh i might now that this all is going on yeah um <laughs> i have a bunch of friends that want to play it and i'm gonna hopefully when we're back up soon um on tuesday nights i'm gonna have an animal crossing meetup at multiplayer mm. so Ooh, okay i might say, have to jump into that one honestly you know what's funny you know like once again we're doing this live as soon as we start start talking about animal crossing that's when people start jumping into the stream that's, that's actually pretty <laughs> funny that's hilarious that's... but um, I wanted to say, if you ever feel like crying, go on Twitter and like look up stories about how people, uh, you know, after playing Animal Crossing, they would then give the game, they'll introduce the game to like their mother or father, and then they yeah. would get hooked to the game. And then like at some point when the parents die, they go back and start playing the game. And then they realize that their parents were like still sending gifts and mail to their other character that was living in the island. Oh, I was oh, like, oh. yo, this is... My heart hurts right now. Yeah, like that yeah. got that got dark. Animal Crossing gets meta, man. It does. Like it's like it's like a whole. It's not just it's not just a video game. Why are you the only human on an island full of animals? Yeah. Here's, here's my question: Do you think if coronavirus hit this uh, the Animal Crossing island, do you think that Tom <laughs> Nook would uh, give you like a uh, extension on paying off your house or like? Give some sort of stimulus package. Oh, sure, but with interest. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's that's a good answer. Actually, I think that's what's gonna happen. <laughs> but all right, guys, we are going to take another break before we jump into our final bit of the episode. Um, we're going to uh talk about speaking about quarantines, we're gonna go ahead and talk about what are the best games to play. During this I've got 20 games. I will I will speed fire that shit. <laughs> so we'll be we'll be right back. Stay tuned. Let's talk in the chat. And we all oh, geez. I thought I fixed your screen, but it didn't happen. And we're back. What's going on, everybody? This is our final part of episode 56. Should I play that? And once again, 
join Rod and Game Master Herb. And uh, we're going to go ahead and round out, you know, we've been talking about, you know, this coronavirus. We've been talking about this impending uh, self-quarantine that we may have to do in the next couple of weeks. So we're here to sort of like, you know, uh, let you know what we feel like are the best games to play in this, you know, self-quarantine time. You know, we'll probably be stuck in our houses for about two to three to four now they're saying maybe until August, who knows, but that's plenty of times to, you know, to play video games, to stream video games, to, um, I don't know, learn, uh, a new, uh, language, form, language. <laughs> you, could, you know, if, you, if, you've been, if you've been wanting to play the guitar, you can learn how to play the guitar. I might pick right. up a guitar, you know, before we actually have to get locked down, but, um, this is a video game podcast. We're going to talk about video games. So mm-hmm. Rod what you got for us, man? What are your quarantine games? So this one might be uh, cheating a little bit because it's not quite out yet, but I really think that Animal Crossing is the perfect game for this. Like, <laughs> yes, like, it really is. It really yeah, is. like, I mean, this is a pretty dark time, all things considered. Like, you know, in, uh, we've never seen this, anything like this in our lifetime. Um, so I think that having a really happy, cheerful... Uh, colorful game like Animal Crossing is extremely helpful to everyone, uh, myself included. So, um, yeah, I, I think it's good. And it also, it's just a really leisurely game about like hanging out with a bunch of people. And so, like, you don't have to think about social distancing when you're hanging out with your animal buddies. I think that's pretty pretty neat. Or with so, your friends online. Or with your friends online. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, I think that's a really great one. Um, some of you may roll your eyes at this one, but, hey, now's a great time to get into Yakuza, baby. It's great. <laughs> like, you know. I, I Hands down, <laughs> I knew this was coming. Yeah, I mean, you did. But at the same time, I mean, like, seriously, it, it, they are really long games. Not only are they really long games, like, that is helpful here, but they're, they have stories and they have narratives that will last you for hours upon hours upon hours of entertainment. You have to watch, like, three Netflix shows to get, like, maybe half the content of a Yakuza game. And I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, you probably um, won't even see it all. Like, not even in three runs, you know. Yes, I have definitely not seen every single portion of a Yakuza game. I think the closest I got was maybe like Zero or Kiwami 2. But there were still things I had to just skip. Uh, Like, I'll never play Koi Koi. I'll never uh, be good at Mahjong ever. Um, (laughs) So, like, I just say, nah, fuck it. But... Yeah, I mean, the, I mean, seriously, I know some of you are laughing, but like this game, ser- seriously, it, it is perfect. It is perfect for this type of uh, situation. Uh, I would also say Persona Five Royal is coming out, yeah. and I and I think that's actually a really good game, especially if you've never played it before. This that's a the perfect game. It's like a hundred hours minimum. Um, and I think that would also last you a really long time. I'm, I'm picking games that are supposed to last you a long time as well. Um, and also think multiplayer picks like uh, Call of Duty Warzone, Apex Legends, uh, these battle royale type games, things that you can kind of pick up and play um, for you know a little a little time or a long time. You know, I think that that those are really great choices as well. Um, but yeah, I feel like I have a pretty short and sweet list. I'm really curious about what you guys have though oh all right um well 
I feel like this is this my my first on this list is sort of like I guess it's like a combo, but at the same time I have like a honorable mention if you don't want to play it this way and you have a PC. Um I want to start it off with Pokemon Sword and Shield. As much flack as I've given it over, you know, this past what year that has been out. <laughs> um it's it's still, you know, it's the latest Pokemon um, we have the, you know, the expansions coming out this summer. So it's a good time to try and complete your Pokedex right now, uh, before that comes out. Um, they're still running events from time to time, which is pretty cool. We just got the, came through like an event where there was a level 100 Mewtwo in a raid battle. Uh, granted, you couldn't catch it, but super difficult to fight. I wasn't able to defeat it because you really had to coordinate with your people, that were in the raid battle with you. So if you were playing with randoms, it was like a, honestly, playing with randoms wasn't the way to go. Like, I think if I went and like got people to play with, uh, we probably would have been able to finish it. Um, but you know, they, they have these events that run from time to time. Um, and it's super easy to build your competitive Pokemon this time around. So if you want to sort of jump into that, this is the time to learn it. This is the time to like, you know, create teams, uh, jump online, you know, go through the ladder and, you know, see how you, uh, you handle it. Um, yeah, there's plenty and, of people playing online. Yeah. Plenty of people playing online and it's, it's still, and it's a lot easier to jump into than it was in the past. So, um, like I said, this is the time to sort of, if you really wanted to learn how to do something, this is the time to actually sit down and learn all everything. Um, my honorable mention for this like small little category the FPC, Temtem. Uh, it's early access, but it is a Pokemon-like game. Like It takes a lot of inspiration from Pokemon, but they add a couple of things that are a little different. All the battles are 2v2. Um, they, uh, like, when it comes down to, like, breeding and everything, like, they have, like, it's, it's sort of different. Where, like, in Pokemon, you can sort of breed the same Pokemon over and over. In this, you actually have, like, a certain amount of time uh, a certain amount of times you could breed with that Pokemon before they become infertile. Mm. So, um, you know, there's that. Uh, it's it, it's a whole different, you know, franchise. So for people that are going into Sword and Shield still feeling that it was pretty easy, jumping into this game, it's harder because you don't know whether or not this Pokemon, or sorry, this Temtem in front of you is a certain yeah, type or not. Uh, you, <laughs> it's, it's just, it's, yeah. it's, a, it's like a going in with, you know, brand new eyes like so for people that jumped into sword and shield and never really played the franchise that's sort of what playing temtem right now is like for seasoned pokemon players so i think i've played enough of sword and shield where i might sort of like start building some of my older teams um you know pokemon home dropped about a month ago so i was able to you know port some people over but uh you know if you guys want to battle i'm on social media SSJ Blackrod, add me. Let's right. play. Uh, my my next game is sort of once again another combo pack of like similar games, um, and it's already been said in the chat. But Stardew Valley uh, is a game that you could pump a ton of time into if you've played anything like Harvest Moon. Um, it sort of I guess sort of falls into the same category of like yeah. Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing. Um, so in this game, you're you know somebody that inherits a farm and you pretty much have to you know uh raise animals grow crops uh mine uh 
interact with the town folk. So like this, you know, so much going on. You can really play how you want to play. If you want to just build a farm with animals, you could do that. If you want to invest in crops, you could do that. If you want to be a playboy and just mess with all the girls in the town, you can do that. <laughs> However you want to live your life, you could do that. Um, and then there's also, if you listen to the show, um, you should already know where I'm going with this. My time at Porsche will suck a lot of time. <laughs> it will like pull you so in. So I hear. Yeah, it's addicting, man. I don't. I think for me, it's similar to Stardew Valley. It's similar to Harvest Moon. But I love that they throw in, um, like, combat. You can actually, like, go into caves, fight enemies. Um, you could fight enemies, like, out in the open world. You could fight townspeople. So, sure. in this game, once again, you're someone that inherits a farm or workshop. And um, in this town, there are other multiple workshops. So, every month, you're, do you're doing, like, these missions for townspeople so that you could you know get points for your workshop and like at the end of the month whoever has like the most points will like you know it's like a ranking you'll get you know different things for it so um in this game there's a workshop that for the most part has like a ton of points and like is like the best workshop in the game of course this person's sort of like your rival and they're a dick um when i say every time i saw this person in town we fought on site <laughs> every time it's like oh you know we every morning uh you know you wake up like around 7 a.m and the town hall opens at i think what 8 a.m so literally there are times where like i'll run out of my farm or workshop run the town hall and like me and this other the other workshop guy are like racing to the door to get there first i'll straight up like just walk up to him be like yo let's let's duel let's fight <laughs> put him up this fight and would fight <laughs> and i knock him out and like oh man that was you know he's like oh you got me that time yada 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 i'm like yeah run them coins take some money <laughs> <laughs> run into the uh, town hall you know take whatever is like the best bounty that i see there and then you know go on with my day oh, sounds like an adventure a true adventure <laughs> um let me think and then, I mean, you sort of took some of my other ones. Persona 5, once again, is really good, especially with Royale coming out. Um, definitely wait till Royale comes out. I feel like... Uh, I feel like you're sort of cheating yourself out of, like, all the new stuff if you go with just a regular Persona 5. Yeah, I mean, Royale's out in, like, a few days, I think, so just wait for it. Yeah. And then my last game is uh, this game you could literally play on everything. I think it's on the Switch. And I want you guys to guess this, too. It's on the Switch, the PS4, Xbox One, Xbox 360, PS3, PC. Um, is it on mobile is it, yet? Is it Peggle? <laughs> it's not Peggle, but actually, I think... I think it should be Peggle. Yeah, I think no. It's, a, it's another game. Uh, Resident Evil everything. Four. No, Resident Evil Four. No, it's not Resident Evil Four. But I think that's another game you can get on every system. Yeah, yeah. Um, our choices are crazy right now. Minecraft. God, all right, God damn it! I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you what. <laughs> Minecraft is another good one, but no, Skyrim. 
Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Skyrim's like five bucks on 360 and PS3. Yeah. So you know, if you're you know an old school gamer, if you don't have any of the new systems, but you still have your PS3 or 360, bam, there yeah. you go. And it's on Switch for an astronomical number, but it's still on Switch. <laughs> and I never see that game go down in price. Uh-uh. Like, I know. I'm like, if that shit was like 10 bucks, 15 bucks. Oh, that's an instant buy. Instant, right, because it's Skyrim. I mean, yeah. like, it's the whole game. Like, yes, of course. That's the problem I've had with Skyrim and Diablo. Like, I'm not going to pay $60 for this game again. Nah. Like, they, they clearly have me fucked up if they think I'm going to do that. So, yeah. <laughs> so yeah hopefully we see a price drop on those games um i hope these companies sort of like just go to the their respective store and say hey we know you're stuck at home here's like amazing deals on everything yep yep but i'm excited to hear this herb what are your <laughs> so this past week i had an interview with uh project q magazine which was a surprise to me and i feel very flattered um and they asked me for my quarantine game so i made a list already so what i did was i i said okay i'm gonna name uh 10 games well 20 games but 10 retro and 10 modern and i'm gonna separate them by genre so i'm gonna go through this real quick you ready Mm -hmm. all right so action games if you're thinking back in the day, retro action games, Alien Soldier on Sega Genesis. It will last you at least a week. It's a boss rush. It's incredible. The music is insane. The graphics are insane. It's a game nobody ever talks about. It's on the Sega Genesis collection, which is on PS, uh, PC, PS4, Switch, and Xbox One. Uh, for the modern game, Shadow of the Colossus Remastered, mm. because it's free on PS4 this month, and if you've never played it, I swear to God... <laughs> other than one other game that's on this list, it is the best-looking PS4 game. Fight me. Mm. It is incredible. It's beautiful. It's breathtaking. There's multiple modes. You can play the whole world mirrored. You can play it on hard. You can do time trials. It's like a whole thing. But if you've never played Shadow of the Colossus uh, or have only played a little bit of it, finish it. It's worth it. It's an incredible game. When it dropped, I played it nonstop. And now that it's free again, I'm like, hey, I'm going to reinstall it. Let's go. Mm. Um, for adventure games, uh, retro Castlevania Symphony of the Night, because it's a complete classic. Everybody already knows it's great, but surprisingly, a lot of people have not played it, especially now that that's like 25 years ago. Um, so I had Lucas play it recently, and uh, he, <laughs> he, he started the game and played all the way until the first boss and then died was game over like had to start over and I, he was like it doesn't auto save i'm like no you have to find that fucking save <laughs> so i got a kick out of that but you know just remember to save that's all i can say for symphony of the night um modern game for adventure games horizon zero dawn that is the only other well. game in my opinion on ps4 that is a ps4 exclusive that looks that good it is an incredibly incredibly designed and um created game yeah, um, it might shoot. Aloy might be one of my favorite uh, current gen heroes. Yes, absolutely. I want more. I want yeah. more. I want them to expand. I want them to see what else they can do with it. Um, yeah. That was a huge first. It feels like a Far Cry or like a Witcher. It's, its own thing entirely. Yeah. Um, so for co-op games, uh, my retro choice for co-op games is Gunstar Heroes, also on Sega Genesis. Uh, if you have not played it before, 
playing Contra, but it's in an anime, and you have four different weapons that you can mix and match on the fly. So it just gets really crazy, and there's infinite continues. It's just one of those games you play with like a buddy and get all the way through and try to see how far you can get. Hmm. Um, really, really fun. Gunstar Heroes, it's on the Sega Genesis Mini. It's on the Classics Collection. It's on all current consoles. Totally worth it if you want a good retro co-op game. Uh, that is not Turtles in Time, because let's be real, Turtles in Time. Um, the modern game is a game called Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time. Oh, yeah. PC, PS4, Switch, and Xbox One. It's a great four-player game. Uh, you're in this ship, and you're little characters, and you're playing what is sort of a platforming game inside of the ship, but you are platforming your way to controls of the ship, where all of you together play a bullet hell game in a much larger ship than the screen that you're playing on. Um, it's like, it, it's, it's, it's awesome. I, I, I'm amazed that something like this is even thought of. Like, it's just, it's, it's a great co-op game. It's something you get four people together, whether of any skill level, and anybody can play it. It's awesome. Um, for fighting games, my retro prick is, of course, because it's the most widespread and you know, the most ubiquitous game is Street Fighter Two. Um, yes, yes. Any version you can play of it, it's on literally everything. It's on PC, it's on Android, it's on iOS, it's on PS4, it's on Switch, it's on... ...games is motherfucking Grand Blue Fantasy Versus. Ooh. Uh, it Everyone's just came out. That. Yeah. And it's hot as fuck. The online section is super cool. It's like an actual arcade, so you have to walk up to the op opposing machine to each person that's playing to start a fight, so you can see everyone that's fighting in the arcade. It's really cool. Hmm. Um, and the fighting system is awesome. It's like, it feels sort of, sort of like a simplified Blaze Blue or Undernight, but every every special move you have has a cooldown that you and your opponent can see. So if I do a Hadouken, you know that for the next 10 seconds I cannot do another Hadouken, so you can fight me in a better response knowing which moves I can do and can't do. That's um, really cool anime i've not watched but the game if i mean uh, you've seen guilty gear or undernight or blaze blue or dragon ball fighter z the animation is on that level if not better it's fucking incredible it's it's yeah. gorgeous gorgeous you don't have to know the characters just pick someone and go you know <laughs> sweet um so okay so for fps games my retro pick is perfect dark um it is on N64, but you can actually play it on the 360 for about 10 bucks, and it's on the Rare Replay on Xbox One. It is the completely 60 frames, uh, perfect 1080p version, which runs incredibly, supports up to eight players, works online, has a ridiculous amount of customizable options. I think it's my favorite retro FPS of all time. Yeah. Um, uh, the N64 version is fine, but most people are not going to find that. And honestly, the 360 version is one of those situations where... And, and the Rare Replay are one of those situations where the new one is actually better in every way. There's no reason to go back to the old one. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. it's 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 They, they fix everything, the blurriness, the, the frame rate, everything's like... It's it's like playing a new FPS with just, you know, not as good textures. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, but the gameplay itself is solid, you know? Okay. My modern pick for FPS games is Titanfall 2. It's on PC, yes. PS4, and Xbox really One. It's it's everything that you've ever played from any FPS, including Quake or uh, Fortnite or anything else, but also with mechs and a zipline and a jetpack and a wall run. So it's yeah. like I, I just the mobility in Titanfall is insane. The way you can traverse the... Uh, 
the geography is incredible. Just yeah. more than any other FPS. I would also say that add to that that I think the single player campaign in Titanfall Two is one of my favorites. Yes, it's actually solid and and yeah. has substance. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and I believe you can co-op that too. I think. Um, so, all right, my next category is multiplayer games. My retro multiplayer game literally play any Bomberman game any way you can get your hands on it. There, it's on mobile, it's on Switch, it's on Xbox, it's on PS4, it's on everything, and multiple versions are on all of them. If I had to pick one, I would say. Mega Bomberman on Genesis, or I would say uh, Bomberman Generations on GameCube. Those are excellent, and I just feel like, for whatever reason, Bomberman has fallen out of um, the zeitgeist somehow, but Bomberman, four-player Bomberman matches back in the day were some of the most fun I ever had gaming. Um, just, like, just screaming and laughing. You know what I mean? It's that kind of shit. Uh, my modern multiplayer pick would be what I mentioned earlier, which is the game Gunya Fighter. It's on Switch, it's cheap, it's like if Smash Brothers and Game Beast and Bomberman 64 had a baby. I can't stress enough how cool it is. It seems really simple, but there's definitely some depth going on. Mm -hmm. uh, I will body you, come for me. <laughs> uh, my puzzle game uh, pick would be, my retro pick would be Adventures of Lolo. It is currently on the Switch in the NES section. Uh, if you've never played Adventures of Lolo, it's awesome. It's a top-down game where you have to move blo blocks and find your way out and not get touched by enemies. Uh, there's three of them, and they each have 100 levels, and I played this for an insane amount of time when I was a younger child. Huh. Um, it's really good. They're all uh, made by the same company who makes Kirby, and Lolo, oh. the character himself, is in Kirby's Dreamland. He's like one of the bosses. Hmm. Um but it's a great puzzle game. It's on the Switch right now. It's on the Wii Virtual Console. It's on the, the Wii U Virtual Console. It's out there. Um, emulators, do what you got to do. My modern puzzle pick would be Crystal Crisis, which is on PC, PS4, and Switch. It's like if Super Puzzle Fighter 2 Turbo was yeah. with all of the characters from, like, the world of... Um, I'm trying to think of what else they make. Shit. <laughs> Crystal Crisis is made by this company who... Oh, it's it's Nicalis. Okay. And mm -hmm. so you get to play as Isaac and Shovel Knight and all this other stuff. Um, it's it's a very, very fun multiplayer game. There's lots of cool, like, supers you can do, which you could never really do in Puzzle Fighter, not quite in this way. Um, but okay. if you like Puzzle Fighter 2 Turbo, it is exactly the same kind of game, just updated, four-player, all that. Oh. Puzzle Fighter is like one of my favorite puzzle games ever. So yeah, you you sold me. Awesome, yeah. Crystal Crisis. It's on everything. It's like twelve bucks. It's awesome. Um, I'm really enjoying it quite a lot. It has a bunch of cameos from other characters. You can be the the, the guy from uh, Cave Story. You can be the chick from Code of Princess. It's like a whole thing. Um, my racing games. Uh, my retro racing game would be Stunt Race FX on Super Nintendo. Uh, it is super fucking framey, but after you play it for like five minutes, it's actually really awesome. It's on the Switch right now inside the SNES thing, which you get for free if you have the uh, online, uh, I don't know what they call it on Switch, but the online play, it's like 20 bucks a year. Um, yeah, Stunt Race FX is great. It's made by uh, Miyamoto. Uh, it was before they really completely had a grasp on 3D, but despite that, the music is awesome, and once you get into it, it's a super fun racing game. Uh, my modern racing game is one I have talked about here on uh, Should I Play That, which is Grip on PS4 yes. yes. and Switch. 
Uh, right now, it's like $10 for the Ultimate Edition, which includes all of the cars and all of the tracks. You can still play eight-player online. It's a racing game where you can drive on any surface at any point. It is awesome. Weapons, multiplayer, capture the flag. It's like a whole thing. Um, my RPG uh, picks, uh, my retro RPG pick would be Earthbound. Uh, it is also on the Switch right now and is also on the Super Nintendo Mini. Um, I think it's a game everybody should play at least once. It's a turn-based game, but not in the sense that you would normally classify it. Um, and the subject matter and dialogue are perfect and hilarious and so much innuendo and so much weirdness. It's it's just it's <laughs> awesome. It's it's a it's a mind trip of a game. It's 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 shit that you trip balls to. Um, my modern RPG pick right now would be a game called East Eight. Lacrimosa of Dana. It is on PC, PS4, and Switch. Uh, it is still, I think, like 40 or 50 bucks, but uh, the E series has been going on since NES, uh, and this new one feels like sort of a combination between Final Fantasy XII and Kingdom Hearts. It's like kind of a, uh, a half turn-based, half live-action sort of game. Uh, Tokyo Mirage Sessions is another one that's very similar. Um, I think it's awesome. It has a cool story. It has awesome effects. It, the pace is really fast. If you like Kingdom Hearts, play East 8. Uh, oh. It is spelled Y-S, but you pronounce it East. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. huge long-running series, but just never really popular in America for some reason, but they're awesome. Yeah. Um, and then my last category is uh, <laughs> the shoot-em-up category. My retro game uh, for shoot-em-ups is Ikaruga. Nice. Uh, it is on the Dreamcast, of course. It is also on the GameCube. It's also on Android, iOS, PC, PS4, and Switch, and Xbox One. Um, if you've never played a bullet hell game, if you like shoot 'em up games, Ikaruga will break you. I have never actually beaten it. I can get to the fifth stage, and then I just cannot make it any further with the <laughs> lives and the continues that I have. Um, it's a great co-op game. It's one of those games that somehow is... 19 years old but still looks incredible uh i i there's that's the third game i have on this entire list that's made by the the company treasure i'm a huge yeah. fan of theirs they just they do amazing work with whatever they're given yeah they make timeless uh, games man yeah for real for real um ikaruga definitely play ikaruga it's on everything it's on android for like five dollars it is totally worth it if you like shooting games on any level um and my modern shoot 'em up game there are so many shoot 'em ups now but I have to say that uh, Resogun on PS3 and PS4 Dude. is a sick game. It's like if, you, if you're a gamer in your 40s or 50s and you remember Defender, it is like if Defender you know, had a 1080p cousin. It's like beautiful and gorgeous and, and visually stimulating beyond measure. And the music is rad and there's so much to it. But it's kind of also just Defender or uh, maybe even Ge Geometry Wars. It's like that, you know, uh, score-based and, and uh, not getting hit ever and, like, time trials and all this stuff. Um, but I've enjoyed Resogun a lot. I think if you like a shooting game, it says I, I could find it only it said on PS3 and PS4, but I'm pretty sure there's a way to have that on PC as well. I could be wrong. Uh, Resogun well, for the first year or two of the PlayStation 4's lifetime was like my favorite PS4 game. Yeah. I love Resogun. Very, very enjoyable uh, shoot 'em up game. Yeah, okay, yeah, it's only on PS4, PS3, and PS Vita. Wow. 
I think um, don't they have like a they have like a PSVR uh, edition too, right? Uh, possibly. That sounds amazing. Uh, yeah. They also have Battlezone in VR, but that's a whole other thing. Um, so yeah, I know that was a lot, but I kind of wanted to cover every genre because why not? Um, I mean, we're gonna I, we're gonna be here for a minute, so yeah, might as well. Yeah. All right, cool. Um, I I'll send you a text list of it if you want. It is going to be in Q Magazine and on the website pretty soon. I'm really excited to see uh, something I'm passionate about in print. <laughs> yeah, that's um, amazing. Congrats, seriously. Thank you. Uh, I uh, Atlanta has been amazing, um, and even right now, there's so much support for all the bartenders that I fuck with all the time. Um, there's a lot of, uh, companies that are giving full pay, like for instance, Monday night garage, they're giving full paid time off to all employees during this thing that's happening. Um, and I think that's really cool. Yeah. Uh, you know, we just have to bounce back harder when we get back to it. I'm looking forward to bouncing back all three events. Um, I had a fourth one this week too, and that one also canceled. So mm. it was going to be a big week, but you know what? Somebody, uh, there was a quote recently that was like, um, basically it was like, you know, we'll never be able to know whether we overreacted or did too much, but it'll be pretty easy to tell if we underreacted very quickly. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. You yes. Know? So it's better to be safe, even though only what 60, 70 people have died from it. That's not the point. The point is it's spreading faster than we can control it. And that's not something that our advanced society uh, is used to. And, yeah. um, we do so many things still with our hands to this day that are very unsanitary practices. Our phones, I mean, I, I, I want to start seeing phones that are made with materials that can't really get dirty, you know, that, that, um, that are much more uh, resistant to scuffs, that are much more re- resistant to bacteria. I, that's what I want to see is, like, I want to see our everyday items get a boost in defending against things like this. So so something that's helped me out over the past week, because I, I, uh, I work retail as well. Yeah. Um, I've been, I've been rocking the gloves for the past, like, two weeks. Nice. Wearing, wearing gloves will definitely, like, help you, like, realize how much, like, you touch your face. Uh, like, what do you, like, everything that you're touching. Like, I feel like having something physically over my hand. Like, I still have, like, it's, it's, you know, in my head that, wait, I shouldn't be touching my face after I've touched this money and stuff like that. And yeah. then I upgraded it this week. You know, this headband that I'm wearing actually doubles over as a, like a mask like i could pull it down and it'll like cover everything so nice. um, after you know doing that this week really realized how much that like you know doing this or like like wiping my my face like i do all of that and like if it was a uh if i had to take a shot every time i touch my face throughout the day oh boy that'd, that'd be a rough time but yeah, yeah sure. like we definitely have to um you know, just take this, just take this seriously. Cause like, I think we said this at the beginning of the show, a lot of people are still like not getting it. Um, yeah. then they, they're, they're living, but not really seeing what's going on. And it's, it's pretty crazy that people aren't really taking it seriously still. Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, we can handle bodies are trying to handle a lot of things, but when something like this spreads this fast, Sick and keep it under won't be enough room to take care of everyone. And I think this kind of thing is a big wake up call as to our healthcare situation. Um, 
our hygiene and our behavior towards one another when there's a crisis involving the loss of money and income. Yeah. You know, you know? I, I think was it uh, Norway, like one of their colleges, I think it was a college that sort of uh, threw shade at U.S., did you guys any did any of you guys see that on Twitter this week where they're pretty much saying that you know avoid travel to uh, uh, <laughs> countries that didn't ha- like that don't have or like they have like subpar healthcare systems? And yeah, they're like, and they said, and they said for example, <laughs> the United States. I was like, yo, damn, they came straight for yeah. our throats. But I mean, are they are they're, they're not wrong? Yeah, we still do. We still have a lot of practices and a lot of things that. Uh, in pockets, in pockets. If you go to California, a lot of places in California are very much like you don't have to touch anything. Uh, there's no trash anywhere. Uh, things are relatively very clean in certain areas, but like, you know, on a mass scale, we're still very, we're still animals and we're still covered in germs. And most things we do are still very tactile and, um, yep. Alexa ain't quite there yet. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. It took, you know, this type of like uh, a crisis for New York to finally clean up their subway system. It's about time. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, guys, uh, you know, it's a really good handy list. Uh, you know, if you're listening to the audio version, just check out the um, show notes. We'll have the list on the show notes. If you follow us on social media, uh, or if you don't, this is a good time to follow us at Should I Play That. We're on uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, we're going to go ahead and make a post highlighting all the games that we talked about in this segment. Um, so with that, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up for the for the week, for the episode. But before we get out, once again, like I said last week, um, we like spreading positivity. We like, you know, uh, doing something, spreading the joy, spreading knowledge. And we always like asking our guests, hey... What's your quote of the week slash mantra? So, Herb, what you got? So, uh, I'm an old punk rocker, and there's a song by Against Me called Stop. And the mantra goes, stop, take some time to think, figure out what's important to you. And it sounds so simple, right? But, like, I think right now you sort of have to figure out where your priorities are. So if we have to make money, we have to use the tools in front of us. And if you're passionate about something, whether it's gaming or cooking or just talking, get on YouTube, get on Mixer, get on stream. I I don't think this is something that only uh, we can do, like as if we're, you know, superheroes of streaming. Um, We're just people doing it, too. And if you have something you're passionate about, I encourage you to get out there. Um, There are a lot of delivery services that need a lot of workers right now, and it's much easier to keep yourself shielded by delivering to someone than it is to, you know, go to a crowded bar. Um, uh, Postmates and Instacart and all of that are like in huge hire season right now. I think it's important for people to, you know, relax for a second. Americans get very, very little uh, vacation time in comparison to the rest of the world. Um, We really do for, for the kind of country that we are. So, you know, take a little time, figure out what your next move is, take it easy Think of some lucrative ideas. Use your resources. Stay calm. Stay cool. Um, that's it for me. Yeah, that's a nice. Very well said. Well said. Um, it go- totally goes with uh, everything that's going on in the world right now. So, 
Dang, that's a that's a good that's a good ass quote right there. I love it. Nice. All right, so uh, we're gonna roll out the red carpet. Herb, what you got for us? Anything you want to shout out? Um, well, you can follow me everywhere on uh, ads Game Master Herb. Uh, Instagram and Eventbrite are where I post everything, but there are pockets of everything on everything else, including Discord. Um, I'm also Game Master Herb on uh, the PSN. I have a Switch number, but really need your switch number if you want to play smash all you need is the room id and the password so um i'm happy to that anytime with anybody i'm going to be streaming uh on three bears gaming that's the number three bears gaming with a y uh my partners and i all stream on there we just did last night we did like a multi-stream in place of our tuesday thing because every got sh- everything got shut down um we had a lot of fun we played smash and fibbage with people i'm like happy everyone to think about of their health situation when it's going out for damage. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So, um, stay yeah. tuned for more events soon. Yeah, and, um, you know, if you guys want to stick back and, like, sit back and, you know, it's and chill and watch us, uh, we're going to be, you know, raiding uh, three, three Bears Gaming uh, right after the show. Uh, Rod, I think Rod wants to join in. I want to join in. We're gonna have some fun tonight. So Street Fighter and Smash, baby. You guys are you're welcome. If you guys want to join in with us, um, once again, thank you for everyone that tuned in live. Uh, shout out to Subject T in the chat, our mod. Um, I I really want to shout you out because I honestly like all the juggling that I do here. Like what she does on the uh, in the chat, like making sure that the audio is cool, making sure that things are running well. I, 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 I couldn't do it without her. So shout out the subject, uh, shout out to everyone that shared and, um, hosted the channel today. Like, I really appreciate it. You know, Herb, thank you for hosting us today. Sure. Um, also shout out to the gamers Haven, uh, the gamers Haven, shout out to them. They're going to be some, uh, they're going to be guests on the show pretty soon. We'll be talking Good. to them. And cool. then I also want to shout out Maverick T11. Um, this is way before the show started, but they were our first subscribed uh, awesome. on the channel. So, you know, we have our first subscription. Uh, we finally, you know, pop that cherry. And, you know, <laughs> it, uh, we, we appreciate anything that you guys do for us, whether it be subscribing, whether it be just watching with uh, watching the show, chatting with us, sharing the content if you see it on social media. We appreciate all that. We also appreciate it if you watch or listen to this on Apple Podcasts, rate us five stars, or whatever you listen you know, to the audio version of this podcast to, rate it five stars, uh, leave a nice message, and all of that helps us reach new people. So, um, guys, Rod, Game Master Herb, thanks yeah. once Thank again. Thank you for another one. It does. Yeah, and I'm I'm looking at the view count. I'm like the 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 session time. I'm like, yo, we've been here for a minute, but it's worth it. Like this is yeah. this is a fun time. I always, always look forward always. to doing this. So, um, we will be uh you know we'll be signing out. But like I said, we'll be rating uh, uh Herb's channel, and um we'll see y'all next week. Yeah, I'm gonna go get that set up. We're gonna do Street Fighter Five, and then maybe some Smash after. Um, I also have a bunch of other stuff, but um I'm down. I'm gonna get it set up, and then I'll hit you guys up. <laughs> excellent can't right. wait so with that we're gonna go ahead and sign out guys play more video games drink more water wash your hands <laughs> stop touching your yes. face peace out Seriously, this time. we'll catch you next week <laughs> <laughs>